Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What's up, Gypsy Gang? We're back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. And look, been a little while between drinks. Uh, we had a pretty weird month. Um, May for us was a bit of a whirlwind. We uh, ended up doing a pretty gnarly two-week Europe trip and we were just busy every single day. And even though we kind of tried to have a contingency plan and have a bunch of content backed up, we were just so busy before we left. Um so yeah, anyway, busy is good, I guess, um, from a business sense, but not putting out as much podcasts. Uh, so yeah, we're trying to find the balance. We have recorded so much content in May, um, and we're going to be releasing so much content in June. So it'll just be interesting to see how it plays out, if like that's even the move, or if we've just totally cooked it. Um, and we'll just be playing catch up. But um, yeah, so anyway, that's why we haven't been posting um, as much stuff there's so much new shit coming too so um yeah pretty excited june should be june should be a really great month for the podcast so anyway uh today on the podcast we are joined by jackson odoldy uh and lachlan got fried and uh i've been wanting to do this one for a while jackson's a pretty i guess like i don't know depend if you're a fucking stiff he's a controversial guy um but if you're not then he's a dude that's been making a fuck ton of money off the internet. Um, and I've always looked at him as a guy that could just fucking get you to click on his shit. And I think uh, that that takes someone that's very smart, very dedicated, and has put in a lot of hard work um, as someone that's kind of semi in that business. So been wanting to do this one for a while. Uh, Jackson reached out and um, yeah, it's, it was cool. It was fucking really cool. Actually, it was a really fun podcast. I'm sitting here now after we did it. There's a bunch of ash all over the this desk and I think that's fucking a rad sign of a, uh, a good night doing a podcast. So really enjoyed this one. Um, stick around for the ads because these guys have got our back um, and help us bring this show. The first one of those are the legends at Manscaped. And gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all the father figures out there are looking daddy material this June. Manscaped's Performance 4.0 package, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. Uh, this right here is no dad joke. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. I'm one of them with this exclusive offer. 
get 20% off plus free shipping with the code gypsygang at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod, probably yours at this point, will thank you. Um, we just got back from Europe. I took all of the Manscaped uh, male grooming products over there, including their body wash. I currently have the lip balm on my lips right now because, you know, Europe's it's kind of that dry uh, dries out the lips so yeah manscape just have you covered from head to toe uh one stop shop when it comes to your male grooming needs smash that link uh in the description or use the code gypsy gang to get 20 percent off at manscape.com uh we're also brought to you by the guys at boost mobile here in australia uh been with this these guys basically since i moved back to australia and started the podcast i think these guys are hands down the best in the game uh and you can head to boost.com.au to find out more. Uh, I just do their uh, max package, max data for the year. Pretty much lasts me all year too, and I just use and abuse. Uh, I've got another one of those SIM cards in my iPad, so I pretty much just have data year-round wherever I am in Australia. They're on the full Telstra network. They're the shit. Boost.com.au. The guys at Rival Inc. Design Co. have just dropped their winter merch uh, line as... We've just experienced a bit of a cold snap here for the first time. Um, I'm currently rugged up in one of their new hoodies, uh, and you can head to Rival Inc. Design Code, use the code Gypsy Gang, you're going to get uh, 15% off. Um, if the hoodie's too thick, then maybe head on over to Dixon Flannel. Uh, Dixon are your one stop shop this winter. Um, I pretty much don't leave my house without a Dixon flannel. There's always one in my car. There's always one in the studio. Um, and I always take one on every single trip because they're just the most versatile piece of clothing uh, that I own. They look good. They're fucking tough as guts. And uh, yeah, I really feel like the uh, the old Dixon flannel is pretty essential these days. Uh, we're also brought to you by the guys at Crush Oz. You can head to crushoz.com.au. This is how much I love, love Crush Oz. I've literally had one of their buckets sent to Manji. I'm about to get up and I'm about to drive to the airport and then fly to Manji uh, to race. I've had one of their buckets sent there so that I can wash my shit. Um, it's that, that bike bucket is an intro into bike care that I think will just completely change your mind about the way you wash a bike. It's just got everything in there. It's kind of like Manscaped. Like you just start at the start and then you use all the things and then your bike's clean. Um, so crushoz.com.au. Subscribe to us on YouTube, getting close to 100K. That's going to be pretty cool. YouTube sends you a plaque at that point. Um, so kind of keen to get that. Um, been a lot of hard work that's gone into that one. Uh, Stark content is dropping on June 10. For the people that are curious, that's when the embargo date is lifted. Uh, we've got a Sebastian Tortelli podcast that has already been recorded that is just going to drop on your base uh, on the 10th and then all of our other Stark content. Um, and then we have a full Euro trip vlog series that is epic um that we're just working on finishing there's like there's so much content coming out and it's all different shit to what we've done before so i hope our little absence will uh will be for good reason anyway jackson o'doherty peace oh we're on i think we're rolling boys lovely Jackson O'Doherty, Lucky. What's your last name? Godfrey, but it's spelt like got fried. Got fried. Yeah. Lucky got fried. God, he did. He got, got fried. fried. He. Uh, what a job to land, eh? Working with you. Mm. 
I work for him. Yeah, well, there you go. With a name like that. Jackson and Lockie getting fried. <laughs> he's like the the uh, the John Gotti of the whole deal, you know? Yeah, he's the mob boss. Yeah. He I runs like this shit. Well, boys, I'm excited to have you here. Uh, been wanting to do this for a while, but I'm, I'm a fan of your... Uh, not like an avid watcher of your content, but I'm a fan I of appreciate it. you making content and like the way you make Thank content. You I appreciate me. the uh, the effort that goes into it. I feel like it's probably a stereotype that you have to deal with that you're not that like a real creator. Like if someone was to criticize, they probably wouldn't look at you as a serious creator. No, at this point. definitely not. <laughs> but I can, I guess being in the work that I'm in, I can like see exactly <clears throat> what you guys are up no, to. I just got, you know, I've just taken a little bit of time the last year or two. I've just been enjoying life really i've just not been focusing on content as my sole thing and yeah but like i, I definitely was going really hard with content for a good five or six years yeah. and you know once i started making a bit of money and having that freedom there to just pick and choose what i wanted to do a bit you know i could could pump the brakes a bit and back off a bit and and got to enjoy and just do what i wanted to do and it's been fun so you took like probably what'd you say like a year and a half off kind of the last couple of years, man, I've just been pretty quiet online. Like, I've just been, yeah, just enjoying my life, man. I just was getting a bit over it. I was getting a bit sick of doing the same old shit, you know? And yeah. I don't know. I think back in the day, you know, if I got over stuff, it's like I wasn't financially in a good spot or anything. I'd have to just keep going. Mm, I'd have to keep working. But then mm. I started making pretty good money and stuff. And then I was like, okay, I don't have to do stuff I don't want to do right now. And which is not the best mindset at the time, but the last couple of years I was like oh fuck it I made some money I can just chill a bit I don't have to do these videos I don't want to do I'm sick of the fucking pranks yeah yeah sick of you know just the same old shit I'm I'm more creative than that I can do better than that and I don't want to do stuff unless I really enjoy it yeah yeah and, you know social media is getting strict as hell as well so it's like it takes a lot of the fun out we've all got pretty dark humor and yeah. like to do fucked up shit and you know you do anything that's remotely offensive or fucked up now and it just gets yeah. removed age restricted and you know how it goes <laughs> well i think too there's a thing i mean i experience it in a completely different way like we, before we started this i guess one of the reasons i'm excited to talk to you is because i just don't get to talk to that many other creators you know and uh, you boys have been in the game for a fucking long ass time mm. and there's a bit of vision that goes into that as well and you know like taking a kind of leap into it but the creativity thing to to hit like to find a, a way to get views and consistently get views yeah. it becomes a formula yeah and that's not a formula that you want to do or what i want to do but it's the way it's that the works. algorithm works and exactly right. i don't think people understand how pigeonholed creators get because of the algorithm like they just the the lane that they're playing in you, yeah. you sort of have to make a thumbnail look like this you have to have yeah. a clickbait title you have to 100%. post at a certain time so i mean i could see for you to say you know i was kind of over it and fucking you're just doing the same shit yeah. i kind of get it and but i'm, I'm in doing that it same headspace works, you know it's, yeah exactly and it's the same thing it's exactly what you said it's like you got the formula you know what's gonna work there's like captions thumbnails the opening 10 seconds of a video how you end it whatever and you get to the stage where you're like fuck i'm not really enjoying it but it's what pays the bills it's what gets the yeah. views and then yeah. you're like you do something that you're really proud of and you think of a cool idea and you're like oh i love this and you post it and it goes horrible and you're like oh shit like i really enjoyed making it like and you're like get these expectations it should go well just like all the other stuff you post and it doesn't go that well because it's different to what you've built the audience from yeah so yeah you post it and you're like oh fuck I really wanted to do this idea I thought it was really funny I thought it was cool I thought it was different you post it it doesn't get the views the engagement the reactions as the normal videos and you're like fuck and that's that mindset you know it's like it just it, like you said you're like pigeonholed you're like I'm just gonna go back to doing this this shit now because it's what works and yeah. I'll keep doing it but like it takes its toll eventually and you just get to the point where you're like 
may as well just get back to my normal regular job because I'm not, yeah. this is just not just like a chore now. It's like, I don't, I don't enjoy filming half the time. So I took a bit of a break and I did start doing OnlyFans stuff. I started doing other things just to have fun. I traveled, I lived over in LA for a year or so. Yeah. And, you know, I had a bit of fun stepping away from it. I've always made little videos here and there to keep things tight, t- like ticking along and whatnot. But yeah, so the whole pigeonhole thing into like st- typical genres of content is definitely a thing. Yeah. And then, I mean, I, I kind of, the way that I kind of attacked this business, I've started from fucking zero, like literally no followers, no nothing. And uh, to start at zero and I was just making this slowly and I kind of had it in my mind like, all right, I need to, I guess I never had a direction of where it would go, but I was like, Mm. it needs to be sustainable first, which is why I sort of started doing a lot of the motocross stuff. And then you figure out like, all right, for me to make this business work, and I'm assuming you kind of had a bit of a vision as well where you're like, I've got to do this type of shit for long enough to make this a viable business Mm. to where I can kind of pay people to do what they need to do. And then from there, you can actually start to branch out. You can choose and do a few different things that you've always wanted to do and stuff like that. And then that's when like the the dangerous side of it comes in because you're like used to shit getting millions of views or going really well and blowing up and growing heaps of new followers and stuff. And then you, you dip into doing things you really wanted to do for all these years and you do them. And then you're like, you're used to things going really well and stuff and you do these things you want to do. And normally it should just be whatever makes you happy and be be passionate about it yeah. and have fun. But then you post it and you're like, fuck, now my brain's like in this spot where it's like, if it doesn't go good, I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to have to go back to doing that shit. <laughs> yeah. But I guess you've made some good money at this point to yeah. where that's probably the bit that sort of like takes the pressure off. I yeah. mean, I was just watching some shit before you come and the, like the first house that you guys are in on the Gold Coast to mm. this house. So it just seems like there's been a massive kind of like leveling up of yeah. the program. Well, in the general. house before that first one on the Gold Coast was fucking horrid as well. You know, I was sharing like a tiny little two bedroom flat with Marty and Michael only a few years ago up in Brizzy and towards Chermside there and a little rough area and that. But I had, you know, the funny thing is, man, it's, it's like probably the time you like the time most. of my life. Yeah, I always yeah. come back and tell the boys yeah. and wrestling. I'm like, that was some of the happiest days of my life living in. Like, it literally wasn't much bigger than this little podcast set room that we're in. Like. This is a fucking sick setup, cool room. Other than this, there was like two bedrooms above us in this tiny little house. Yeah. Just imagine this with like a, a sink over there. That's, no, literally, sure. that's all it was. It was just three grown <laughs> men getting high every night, playing Tony Hawk fucking underground two on PS2. <laughs> just so walking to the 7-Eleven stoned at like 10 p.m. and 10, eating like $100 calories. worth of just shit, <laughs> shit fucking snacks and Krispy Kremes and that. You wake up feeling crook as, and you're like, oh, let's do it again. Well, fuck it on, boys. And we'd go out and we'd film for a few hours and we'd go like viral. We'd post cool little videos. And I was having fun, man. And I look back at those times. I didn't have a lot of money at the time. Like, I've always been one of those like people that I'm not afraid to like spend whatever I've got kind of thing. I just yeah. know eventually life will work out and yeah. things will fall, fall together, you know? You've got that same theory. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to have fun and, and make good memories and enjoy my life and time. And then when I was living with those boys, it was just nonstop laughter. It was no bad vibes, never anything shit, no stress. We're just having fun. And, you know, over the years when, like you said, leveling up, buying houses and moving into things, employing more people, having yeah. more people around, it just gets more stressful, more responsibilities, more things to think about and worry about. You become a bit more of a target to people. And yeah, yeah there's just so much more stress gets added to your shoulders. It's like, I don't know. I watched like some stuff about like minimalism or minimalist yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's the shit that suits me. He's like, just living out of a suitcase, yeah. floating around. And that's what I've done for most of my life. Since I was like 18, you know, I moved out to the UK by myself when I was 18 for a year and a half and then came back, floated in and out of the countries, just making it work, working in pubs and bars and 
I was having the time of my life doing that, you know, without much money at all. I was just making it work, backpacking through Europe, staying in hostels with randoms and trying to wind them up and having fun, just getting fucked up, finding drugs on the ground and eating them and just <laughs> not knowing if I was going to have a heart attack or not, you know, like going back to those times. And it's not that I'm not happy now. It's just that like there's so, so much more. Different. It's just so different. Yeah, it yeah. feels like I've gone from like the age 18 to like 50 in like a year. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, I've, I've done so much shit now these last few years and it's kind of point I'm like, fuck, it's just like, now what? <laughs> yeah, well, you get to a point too um, where I feel like, I mean, I lived in the States. I did pretty much my whole 20s in the States. Mm-hmm. I was filming for Red Bull and I was just literally yeah. traveling the world. And I get so many people that I was friends with over there and shit and we'll talk and they'll tell me stories that were just the dopest shit and yeah. I forgot all about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was just like, fuck, that's actually, you've lived a weird life when you're forgetting some insanely cool stories yeah 100% it's just like the list could just go on forever and it's like the same thing happens with me you know the boys will bring up something or someone will just someone I haven't spoke to in six months might send me a little video and I'm like holy fuck I remember yeah, that that was massive yeah, <laughs> yeah you look back and you're like fuck it's just yeah it's crazy so I feel you on that when when did you guys first meet how long have you been friends for Fuck, it would four, have been a while back. four or five years maybe nah, yeah like probably 2017 early he was working for Shami and uh, I moved oh, up sick yeah I moved up the coast for a little while and lived with all the boys and then he was filming for Shami at the time um, then I moved back down to Sydney or Newcastle, I think, just after that. And um, then he, him and Shami parted ways and stuff. I won't get into it. But then yeah. he moved back up to where he's from. And, you know, maybe a year had gone by. I came back up here for New Year's Eve. I'd left a place in Sydney because I just didn't like the vibes down there. Shit was just going crap. It's and hectic I'm, down there. Yeah, dude, yeah like, and I was just surrounded by a lot of bad, toxic shit. And I just, it just wasn't you can going get anywhere. In, you can get into a dark place in like Sydney and Melbourne has fucking <laughs> darkness. 100%. <laughs> like darkness yeah. can descend on those I wasn't cities. even in like Sydney, Sydney. I was out towards like Penrith, like out in like the sticks. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, bro. And you know, I've moved down there. and FOA, bro. <laughs> I had like maybe 16K to my name, bro, at the time. This has gone back to maybe 2017. Um... I'd, I'd rented a house out there in Mold Goa. It was like fucking middle of the sticks just out of Penrith. And I spent quite a fair bit on the bond, like first four, four weeks rent and whatnot. Furniture, I, I spotted everything, moved a few people in. The, the plan was to make content, make a vlog channel, do things. I bought like a car for us to jump in a pond and do all sorts of shit. Spent pretty much all the money I had at the time and things just didn't work out. And the, the few boys I was down with, they just turned toxic and sour and like everyone's egos just got in the way and it ruined a good thing. And I left there and, Left all the furniture I paid for, left everything. I was like, fuck it, I'm out of here. I'm packing what I can get in this suitcase and I'm fucking off up north. Because yeah, yeah. I knew Marty and Michael, I knew Lockie, I knew a few boys yeah, up here. Yeah. And I was just like, it's like I said, bro, I like to just grab a suitcase and fuck off and just go where I'm happy. And come up here for, for a New Year's Eve bender with Shami and all the boys at the time. And this one had been 2017. Came up with, I just, just drove up with a suitcase. I, I technically wasn't really even living anywhere. Yeah. And I ended up on a big bender with the boys. And I just stayed here for a while, moved in with a guy called Nigel Munt and... um. I stayed with him for a month and then I got a place in the uh, in Brisbane in the valley stayed there for a few months and then after <laughs> yeah. a while I was like yeah I loved it up here I just stayed I stayed here for quite a while and went overseas again for, for quite a while and eventually that was when I first came mm. oh wait after you came yeah, back yeah no because I went overseas first yeah. for, for a few months and met up with my mate Kristen Hamby he's from the UK and me and him had a really good year 2018 and, and our shit just went exploded on Instagram and everywhere. We I went from like three or four hundred K on Instagram to about three or four mil in a matter mm. of six months. Our stuff was getting crazy engagement, crazy views. Went to LA for a few months, collabed with like the Nelk boys, David Dobrik, all the big yeah, dogs out yeah, there. Yeah. Um, I remember that little period actually. Yeah, and we met a lot of what cool people. What year was that? 2018? That was 2018, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then I've come back home and um, I was back here for this is when I come back and I moved in with Marty and Michael in that funny little flat and... Um, I got to the stage where I was like, you know what? I want to go back to LA and spend a whole year there. I want to spend a year and see what I can achieve out there and with my vlogs and my content. 
put up a story and he hadn't been working with Xiaomi for well over a year, maybe 18 months. I think I hit you up with like a brand deal or something like that. Like remember we were doing the shares? Mm. Yeah, yeah no, he was, he, we'd never stopped talking. Like yeah, he was yeah. helping me get like paid for a few little things here and there and we're, yeah. we're always mates and that, but it's just like, we're never like really near each other. So yeah. I was just working with someone different at the time. Yeah, I and I just put up a story literally. And I was like, hey guys, like anyone that can film or edit and is keen to come to LA with me, you've got two days notice. I'm leaving in two days. Everything will be paid for. I'll, I'll sort it out when we're out there and stuff like that. And he replied and then he came down two days later and we fucked off to America and and the rest is history, I guess. That's so fucking we, sick. We were out there for like, what, four months in America? Yeah, we're only there for... I didn't stay there as long as I intend, like uh, originally intended on staying just because my mental state at the time was just fucking horrid, man. Like really, really bad. The worst it, was, it ever has been back then, you know, and... um. I just wasn't doing well out there, and like, like uh, career-wise, my videos, my vlog channel was going yeah. crazy. Yeah, I was we had collabing. a good, we had a good stint out had there. A, had a great, great little few months out there, mate. Yeah, we're live, living with um the YouTubers Raka Raka. I don't know if you're familiar. No, no. They're they're probably some of the biggest Australian YouTubers. Um, they're from Adelaide. They're really funny dudes. And um, what do they got? Like eight mil, something? Like, seven, I eight mil. I don't know what they got on YouTube, it. but yeah. you'd recognize them like the Ronald McDonald shit that they used to do, and just all the crazy. Big What's special their name? Effects. Look them up, bro. Racka Racka. You definitely would have seen some of their stuff. Seen them, yeah. They're from um from Rack. Adelaide, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they Good. make like crazy special effects videos and stuff like that. They, uh, okay. Every, everyone on YouTube, like all the big dogs, love them and respect them. Man, they make their content, bro. Is just. How many subs levels that? above it's not it's not even Six youtube stuff it's yeah yeah i've seen the mcdonald's shit yeah, yeah, yeah. bro their, their content's like movie quality stuff on yeah, youtube like that's fucking gangster and um we went out there with them making epic content having fun and whatnot and like i said my mental state which went to shit um what was what was that over i don't know mate i really don't know you know i went i had a pretty you just lose break. a day i do bro yeah like i wasn't even we weren't even partying out there no like, we, we weren't drinking weren't doing drugs Literally i wasn't I don't know, man. For for a long while there, you know, even going back to where I was telling you when I was down in Sydney towards Penrith and that, I come out of a really long four or five year relationship just before that, and there was a lot of regret and a lot of mistakes I made during that that haunted so me. That there was a chick that you were with for a while, right? From the age and of about eighteen to twenty two, and you started making that content together. This no, no, not with her. Fans? No, okay. no, the OnlyFans okay. is only like recent, the last uh, couple of years. Okay. I'm twenty eight okay. now. This has gone back to like eighteen to twenty two, yeah, twenty three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and me and her were dating, and you know, I made a lot of mistakes and and just done stupid shit and you know like which me, when you're fucking young like you're young mate yeah and you know coming out of that there was a lot of regret there was a lot of things that were haunting my mind and just silly things I wish I'd done differently I mean I never abused anyone or did anything stupid or fucked anyone over it's just like the way I could have handled things better and stuff you know I'm Fuck, I got that same shit. I was only thinking about something last night in yeah. America. I, I was like moving out of someone's house and it was just, you know, one of those fucking shitty deals where you leave. Yeah. It happens. Literally, bro. And <laughs> it just yeah. fucking happens. And at the time, I... um. And this is just before all of this, like I'm fucking getting all my stories mixed up here. And um, right. I abused a fuckload of steroids from the age like 17 to about 22, 23, just nonstop, just fucking jabbing everything I could jab, eating heaps of tablets, taking, I had no idea, no education, no good support, no one around me. Were you getting gains? Yeah, I was pretty solid. Like I wasn't huge. I was just fucking <laughs> diced though. I was diced, had the worst man boobs, worst gyno, oh. mental state was fucking like, I want to kill people. It was horrible, bro. One day I'd be crying emotionally like a, like a baby, bro. The next day I'd be like angry wanting to kill 10 dudes. Like, fuck. It was a, it was a, it was a fucked stage in my life, man. And, and I don't know, like, I started it to add a little bit of size for rugby back in the day. And then I got over the rugby and I got I got more into, like, looking at myself in the mirror wanting to, to just look cool and shit. And I was like, it's fucking so backwards. It was wrong. But you live and you learn, man. If anyone wants to judge me for that, fuck them. It's, it's whatever. Like, everyone yeah. makes mistakes. And, 
Yeah, oh, we're all fucking cooked. No, exactly <laughs> right, bro. Like, I'm, happy life, yeah, I'm happy to come out and talk about it. I'm happy to talk about it. I'm not ashamed of it. Would I do it again? No. Like, but yeah. do I regret it? No. It made me who I am, and it's it's what I have to deal with. And I come off of all the steroids and that didn't do any of the stuff you're supposed to do. The post cycle therapies. This is back five, six years ago, and I came off it. And I didn't know for the longest part there for a couple of years till I got blood tests and everything. My testosterone was like lower than a fucking female's. Yeah, My estrogen yeah. was sky high. And I'm sure you'd know, like most people know, like as you get old, like you, you actually learn more about your hormones and yeah, stuff. And yeah. when a man doesn't have any testosterone, he's yeah, going to have no motivation, culture. no energy, yeah. down for them. When your estrogen's high, you're going to be moody, emotional, like a girl on a period, man. And yeah. and it was just like, my hormones were all fucked up. I had no motivation. My back was fucked. I was eating 10 codeines a day just to be out of pain. Like just in a bad way at the time, man, you know, and I had no idea that I had all these things wrong with me. So... I just left LA, came home, me and Lockie come back and we just started trying to find a house to rent. Nowhere would say yes, even though we're offering to pay six months up front and we were just living nowhere. in hotels, just shit make, hotels. You're making good money at this point? No. Not really, no. Like I, I had a bit of savings and stuff there from certain things and that. Like I always had a bit of emergency money there and this was when I needed it. And we just remember there was this one hotel we stayed at, and it was it was like connected to like a shit. pub, and it was yeah, it was literally like next. It was like joined to a pub, and there was like a single bed, and I was just like, pretty sure Lockie was on the couch, and I was just that on was a single bed. Like the couch ass. looked better than the single bed, and we slept there because we just couldn't get approved to rent anywhere. This isn't that long ago. Like, uh, we were just three, living three, in like my ago. shit because he didn't have a car. We we're living in my shit car, <laughs> <laughs> and it was I just, just would always sell my shit, fuck off overseas, come back buy more shit, then I'd sell it and fuck off. And man, we were just bouncing around, couldn't get approved nowhere. Got to the stage, it was like we are spending like that much money here we may as well go to Bali yeah, and it will probably yeah. be cheaper so yeah. we went to Bali for a month and a half two months came back to somewhere accepted us for a six month lease because I offered to pay the whole yeah, thing you had to pay the whole thing up front I remember and, that. And, and that was and we got a good deal with um. and luckily my Instagram was going really well at the time and I got a good deal with um Bang Energy like an energy drink yeah, company and yeah. they were paying good money then so I was like sweet now we're good got a rental in Brizzy and that and just a normal house whatever it was, it was good we had a good time there and then from there we moved down the coast and bought the first place down there and and then that was a couple of years ago now and now the, the newer house the party house and yeah it's a fucking sick story I mean crazy bro it's just a crazy few years there, there's something to be said too about um, about you kind of like bouncing around until you just find your thing you just figure it out man you know I'm about to go overseas people look down on it so much but like we were man, just like legit just, homeless <laughs> just fail up yeah. you know just like keep failing and then you go like I'd always say to people because I've always been real kind of like I've always just had shit I'm into there's never really been a point in my life where I didn't know what to do I was bored it's yeah. like I'd go fucking writing or I'd go do this or I'd go do that or I had this yeah. project I was trying to get off do the you have ADHD? Like, I, I was when I was a kid well yeah. I'd say I still am now <laughs> yeah mine, mine seems to be getting worse with age which I don't really know much of but like I'm definitely were you diagnosed as yeah, a kid? yeah 100% I was yeah, me- okay. meant to be on Ritalin through school and Stuff like that. I used to just give it to everyone. I didn't really want to take it. Yeah, I, I used like, to buy off kids like you. Yeah, really. <laughs> I used to sell it to kids like you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so I, I've never spoken about this, but I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was probably fuck 11 or something yeah. like that yeah I was probably about and the same age maybe 10 or 11 yeah dude I was just like I got expelled from schools <laughs> like I just fucking I, I don't know what it was were you all had cordial as a kid probably not oh uh, we sort of just didn't really have that much of it but <laughs> but like man I was just I don't know what the fucking deal was I hated authority and I hated school yeah. it was like literally I was the nicest kid at home a lot of Aussie dudes whole, like that man a lot of us are like that growing up yeah I just don't know what it was but yeah so I ended up I was on Ritalin for probably like two years at school and then, fuck, it caused me so much shit. Like, See, I, I didn't just like got it. bullied flat out. Yeah, I didn't like Ritalin. For taking Ritalin? Or yeah, just, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Like, the teacher would, like, write on my fucking, on the whiteboard what time I had to take it. What? So, like, every class, like, what I'd just dog. be sitting there, like, That's full fucked. anxiety. Yeah, it was hectic. You may as well just full go, hey, 
anxiety. Yeah, the bell comes on. Dude, take the riddle. Have your riddle in time. Literally every kid, I'd just be sitting there looking at the clock, just like mad anxiety, being like, "Fuck, man." Did you ever offer any of them to other students just so they could see what it was all about? I didn't really know. You would have been probably been the cool kid if you did that. You would have stopped getting bullied, dude. I didn't know fuck all. I used to just convince people to take it with me, and they fucking it was like crack. Yeah, I did. It was beautiful. Fully missed that whole memo. Yeah, I had like, to have like five or six of them to like feel really amped up. You know, if I had one or two, then I'd be like zoned down, could focus, and I wasn't as annoying fucking psychopath little kid. But if I eat a heap of them, then I'm like, cool, I'm on meth now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and it was it was crazy. Cool, I used to just give them to kids at high school. Like, you buy me a pie, I'll give you Ritalin. <laughs> That's fuck. Yeah, no, I I think I just ended up like stopping taking them. I told my mum and dad, I was like, nah, they just... cause they cause issues long term. Everyone's yeah. different. I'm not people, speaking. People get addicted to them with ADHD, don't mm. they? Dude, yeah. I know people like. So I didn't even think about it until I went to America. We had this one dude that worked for our our film company, and he was just like heavily addicted to Adderall. Adderall, yeah. yeah I, I've, got, I've done Adderall heaps of times. Adderall's that shit's great. pretty good. Yeah. Adderall's amazing. Adderall, it's literally meth. Yeah, yeah. Hundred, well, it's yeah, the same fucking... <laughs> yeah. It's got amphetamine and dex, dextro... Whatever Dextro-amphetamine. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what's what. in it. <laughs> 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 that's, that's what's in it. Not that we've like been addicted to it and we'd still do it, but if I'm in America and one of my mates offers me one, I'm not saying no to that. That shit is like being on... You know that Limitless movie? Yeah, dude. That's the closest thing to the Limitless pill. Yeah. Whoever's watching, I'm not convincing you to do it it could be good could google be bad. it we'll google it tell you what it looks do like. your research yeah. not a professional medical opinion but yeah do it that shit's fucking don't do it yeah, don't, don't do it well but i yeah, didn't that. like that at all i remember i had it in mexico no, he had a fucking mad come down from it i don't oh, know really? i don't know just like i've taken ritalin like a bunch but i don't know i don't know a bit too much for me but i feel like every prescription american drug is <laughs> like every aussie drug on the amount yeah, of steroids yeah, yeah. he was taking yeah, <laughs> yeah like, literally fucking psycho dude 100 percent. like you get an oxy or something like that but man i've noticed just recently i actually was i went to the i went to the the gp like a few months ago to try and get some medication to get like back on it because lately man i just sit at my computer and i'm fucking fried have you like, tried any other ones like concerta or any have you heard of that one i haven't tried anything concerta's since. got the similar stuff to ritalin but it's a longer lasting one and you don't like have the instant spikes and boom yeah, crashes. Yeah. I, I was put on that in america a couple of years back like from psychiatrist out there when I was living in LA and I was supposed to take that and it was all right, but I found, and I've got a real sensitive brain when it comes to taking shit, bro. It's like anything that I take, even like if I'm smoking weed and stuff, like I, if I do it too much for too long, it starts to fuck with me. And yeah. the concerta was great. And then after a week, you're like, okay, I'm tolerant to this. I need more. And then you take twice the amount and you're like, cool, I'm tolerant to this now. And you're like, fuck, now I'm like kind yeah. of addicted. And you're like- And I'm lit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I need like my whole monthly script each week. You know yeah. what I mean? And you're like, now I want to stop and you stop and you just, fucked you're just like having the craziest thoughts you're fucking shaking so i was i just want to kind of be a bit more consistent find diets that work for me do things yeah, that are, that yeah. are better you know like i know people like adhd if you do a lower carb diet it helps how, how does it show up for you like when you feel because for me i'm mine's editing like when i'm sitting at my computer i still have to do so distracted. much editing i just can't concentrate like yeah. i just sit there and it, i remember it's like being a kid again yeah. and but i'm so f i've been going i think five years we've been doing this podcast and like you can imagine the work yeah Do you procrastinate and when you edit you just procrastinate on your phone and shit or not, not so i just switch from thing to thing like yeah. email to text to dms to fuck yeah, like I i'm just so i can't i'm not sure if you can focus. relate but i've found personally you can use ADHD literally like a fucking superpower almost if you know like what to do. It's like, for example, like if you're doing shit you're not really that into like at school or something, or if someone's trying to fucking, you know, you like motocross and like podcasts and stuff, if someone's trying to get you to sit there and listen to opera, you're going to be like, uh. yeah. But yeah. if it's something you're like fucking in love with, 
your ADHD is like a hyper focus. You, yep. will, you will do it better than everyone. You will go a million mile an hour and you won't stop till you've done the best job in the world. Yep. And that's like me. Every time I've got my thing, you know, whether it was doing social media or trying to make content or trying to make money, do the OnlyFans stuff, trying to save for a house. If I've got a goal in mind that I'm obsessed with, I will be on it like a million mile an hour. Yep. But for me, I feel like the older I get, it's like, it's harder for me to find the things I really enjoy other than, yeah. than hobbies, which a lot of hobbies aren't that productive these days, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Other than things like the gym, like I will never miss a day in the gym and I won't miss a day working out and stuff yeah. like that. But I find if you're doing stuff you're not crazy passionate about or in love with doing, it can be almost impossible to do it. Yeah. But if it's stuff you really enjoy, you'll do it fucking very well. We're in the exact same boat. Yeah. And the thing is though, is that like with the podcast, I'm not moving on from this. Like I can't, there's no more... Uh, I guess it's like there's so much mundane shit that has to happen in this yeah. business of just sitting. So it's like I fully fucking relate and like jujitsu, motocross. Yeah. Like I've got my things where Make I'm just modeling. obsessed a hundred percent. Stunt cocking. <laughs> but I can it's imagine like, it's massive actually. <laughs> hog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I've got those things, but I'm trying to figure out because what I used to do how it would kind of show up is I just go from business to business to idea to idea and then this is like the most solid when you, you have know, something that works you can't exactly, really change it that exactly. much because you've, you've built like same as with you it's a life of my fucking story dude. when yes. you try yeah. to change your life, content because you've built your fan base they just fucking life hate on it they go crazy yeah. like they hate no, but that, it so that's much. literally a story of my life it's like you know I'll be doing so many things and my my issue dude is that I like I can get a bit bored of things very quickly Yes. like I started a vlog channel and it was going so fucking well. I had my main channel and my vlog channel. My vlog channel was starting to grow rapid fire. Like I was getting triple the views that I had the subscribers. People were loving them, crazy good feedback. And then I was like, I'm bored of this. What's next? Yeah. And then I'd leave it behind. And then four or five months later, I'm like, okay, I want to do vlogs again. I get back. I'm like, oh fuck, now the views are bad because I've been inconsistent. I'm yeah, not going to do yeah. that now. I'll go back to this. And just fucking floating around main YouTube channel, vlog channel, fucking TikTok, this, that, the other. And I'm like, and it's just this big fucking circle of like, fuck, what am I doing? And yeah, that's well, why I, I think can... that's where, you know, what the process I'm in right now is trying to just get literally make processes. Yeah. So like Rones is here and then we've got Griff. He's here doing a bunch of editing as well. And it's just like, how do we just get like, there's stuff I should be doing and there's stuff I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And it sort of seems like it's, yeah. a, I think just that's the problem for creators in general you know because like you're a creative person you've got ideas you're like yeah. we could make this happen and like the party thing like there's a there's a certain vision that you've got to have in your head to pull something like that off and then follow through with all the organization yeah, those parties and, took years off our lives with stress that, that was, was the fun, most that was, insane. that was the most i've never seen this dude have any emotion any ever for anything unless it's just normal chill emotion but fuck man like it was just not that he was emotional but like just the stress all of us were just fucking yeah. it was just the most it is, stressful it thing. is hard to organize a party of the people people did. are like no oh, yeah. you would have you wouldn't have organized these you would have had like fucking handouts of money i'm like no i spent my own money i'm not like mega mega rich to the point where i can be thrown like i like 100 grand each party yeah. i'm not at that level where i should be doing that but i was like fuck it you know i've worked hard and i've made money it's like i don't want to just what's the good of having money like i've helped my family a lot yeah i'm not wasting it you know i've got i've got a couple of houses it's like cool i've got a bit of money you know i want to put on a good time for people that are going to remember and the people that were there they're not going to forget though it was like it was a good fucking night no yeah. fights no one nothing got stolen no damage to the house security did a great job no police were called we did it really well and you know there was a lot of stress leading up to it constantly on the phones constantly on the computers always emailing setting shit up it was the most stressful shit i've ever done but you know, it was worth it. They were good times and fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it looked like, I watched the video thing before, it looked like a fucking insane party. That is so yeah. much yeah. organizing to, oh, dude. to pull and like, that off. For man. them to like run as flawless as they did, like nothing went wrong. Like literally nothing. Yeah. It was insane. Well, the reason it did is because like, 
Yeah, yeah, how was the invites and like was it fairly structured to the people that came uh, it was, it was pretty pretty well done man like we got someone to help out with the first one but he just I'm not going to say who it is because I'm not going to fucking say anyone's mm. good or bad or whatever but he didn't do a great job and you know it, it took it made it more stressful that I was it in the new house yeah 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 so I just watched the Halloween one so yeah so there was Halloween one. then there was New Year's okay and then there was like a small one with like Shannon Noel and shit and the Halloween one we got like a party planner person to come help us but he did a, didn't do a good job so yeah. it ended up coming back to me I was like cool now I have to take my people out of their normal jobs for me making helping me make my money my content and they have to put that on the back burner for a few weeks and I need them doing fucking so much shit that they don't do like yeah. I need them to email these companies and talk to their the fucking the ladies that set up the party then the sponsors that are going to give us alcohol and then let's try to actually get a bit of money to cover some of the party let's see if some of the alcohol companies or a food company wants to just throw a few grand into it to help us bring the bills down and yeah you know and it ended up really stressful but yeah it was it was so fucking so intense. you only watched the halloween one yeah i haven't watched i would say i would say the new year's one was bigger we had more see, things i was way more stressed on the new year's find that runes if you go on my youtube you'll be able to see the um the it got age restricted, so it's fucking high. Yeah, this is my yeah. favorite one. This party, because just because there was so much more going on, it'd be a few Fuck, videos. The first one looked pretty sick. Yeah, but we we go up the top to videos, please. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be how to throw a party. Easy one. Back, back to back posts are two ripping I'd, parties. I'd, if you don't want to watch the whole thing, I just skip maybe a minute or two in somewhere. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's oh, yeah, about, about there's there's good. You can go back a little bit, maybe like thirty seconds or some shit. Yeah, this is fucking legit. Oh, I can hear it on the microphone. On these. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, this place is really good. Thanks, bro. Just don't copyright strike us, eh? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you can have me. <laughs> but yeah, this one was a lot more stressful. A couple baddies getting around the Goldie, eh? Bro, the ratio is like four to one. It's and out it of was, control, And it man. was beautiful. I loved the ratio. And I think that's why there was not as many dramas because there wasn't as many testosterone dudes walking around fucking yeah, arguing yeah. over things. And yeah. Girls aren't like aggressive. They're just like loud. They just want to look better than they each would, other. Yeah, yeah. They, they're not like crazy, yeah. crazy. Like, their energy can be a bit wild, but I just find girls are a bit more harmless when it comes like, to partying. Even that girl hanging from the roof, we had to get um, we had to get fucking architects in there to check the, the steel beams. We had to get people we in had there to get to licensing check, for like, fireworks wow. through the council. Just for two girls to hang off a hoop, like that was more than it should have been. Yeah, we had, to, we had to put signs out and letters in mailboxes for the fireworks. So there was just so many little things. Licenses. That's fucking tattoo sick, artists. We had to organize staff for like all the bars. We had like four different bars set up. We had to get like fucking entertainment, the fire breathers, the circus, and motorbike riders. That's fucking awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We had a um the, but you know these these see. videos, man. They get like absolute dog shit views and likes and whatever you want to call it compared to my normal stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like whatever, man. Like people are gonna remember this shit. Yeah, like yeah. a million views on a little prank video of me throwing some flour on this cunt while he sleeps compared to a hundred thousand views on a, a mega cool party. More yeah. people are gonna remember this moment and talk about this moment. It's like the views mean more. Turn that down, right? Turn um, it down, cunt! <laughs> read, read the room. No. We had um, we had like a the uh, fireball, the fucking what is it called when they drive around the circle? Oh, the death globe, globe. Yeah, yeah, globe, yeah, globe yeah, yeah, yeah. We had those yeah, in our yeah. backyard. Even getting all those craned over. Um, there was a full festival stage set up. Yeah, those. Yeah, you did a fucking. You sound like job. such arrogant fucks. No, oh, it's sick. <laughs> it's just like they're behind the scenes, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, there's just so much work that goes oh, into yeah. it, and I think like. Man, I've been saying for years, like probably since I moved down here, I guess it was like 2019. Yeah. And I was just started calling it Goldiewood because this oh. is just fucking sunset. It's not the new LA, bro. Yeah. yeah. This is just sunset right, right yeah. here, you know? So I've been calling it fucking Goldiewood. And then you start seeing shit like this. And th this is what happens in LA, you know? You've got well, a lot of LA style parties are kind of, I mean, probably not to this scale, but 
this is definitely well. I mean, you've, you've like got that, that tobacco man who's, who's been throwing parties and that here oh, over the yeah, years, yeah, but yeah. but like yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I feel like these it's old and it's not. It's not. It's just old. Like <laughs> yeah. like fair play to him and yeah. good on him. He's got a, he's got a family. He's got a crazy house. He's got fucking mega money and he's done very well for himself. And I got nothing bad to say oh, about the, the guy. The, uh, but I mean, you look at them parties. And like you said, man, they're a bit old. They're a bit outdated. It's a different crowd. It's like. There's a lot of like. Well, this doesn't seem like it's about you as much either. I wanted everyone to have a good time, man. I, yeah. I didn't like. Obviously, I'm the one that like made content around it, but it's like I just wanted everyone to come, have a good time, post your stories. Fucking, there was no drama, no vibes, no bad stories getting out after the parties. And I think you, that's what made me feel good. I was like, cool, I've done a good job. No yeah, one, yeah. no one's come talk shit. No girls were spiked. No one was punched. Nothing got stolen. A few people lost some phones and some ID cards. I was like, that's not my problem, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Hold on to your fucking. Hold on to your yeah. shit. If there's 300 <laughs> yeah. people in a house. Yeah. Don't put your phone down and fuck off. Like, well, it's pretty sick that the the neighborhood was cool enough because I guess there was like stories and shit that come when you bought that house. Everyone and stuff, was freaking. Right? Yeah. So yeah, all the neighbors were just chatting mad shit about us in their little community group, and like we just jumped in there. And we were like, like, look, we just we just want to live a quiet life, like yous, and like With people the occasional would come and, sick party. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like when we did these parties, we would always give them crazy notice. Like we'd you know go around and tell everyone we'd have all the licenses, so there's nothing that they can do really yeah um we just try to run as best we had as like we 15 security guards as well like not like fucking 7-eleven looking security I'm guards i'm sweating like. there look at me i was fucking <laughs> oh fucking <laughs> i was gonna tattoo my leg in my room did everyone get fucking covid from that party because i feel like new i tested positive not long after yeah it. dude i got covid straight after new year's i didn't even go out i went yeah. riding the some did, day some before didn't. you got covid you see these people here we flew them out from my website like we flew oh, three sick. three people that are members of my site like i flew them out one was from sydney a couple of girls are up from Harvey Bay and we flew a few people down for it and you know put them up in accommodation in Hope Island and, and brought them to the party and got them absolutely fucking melted and <laughs> had a good time it was sick man everyone had a good time it was it was awesome I'm proud of them I'm proud of the parties and you know we wouldn't be able to do it without Lockie and the, the boys and the team and that and all the help and it, it was awesome bro it was a fucking good time yeah there's something to be said for a good party and oh, especially yeah. a fucking house party man like yeah. we I grew up anyway how old are you? Uh, 23 and you're 28, 28 eh? Yeah, I'm 34 this year. So I grew up in the era of the fucking house parties. House parties yeah. are the vibe, bro. They're fucking... Dude. A nightclub is just boring, I find. Like, it's the same shit, same music, same people doing the same shit. Like, yeah, 100%. If, you, if you're fucking single and you get a bit bored, cool, go out and fucking do a bit of pumping, you know what I mean? Like, but <laughs> it's like a house party is so much more fun. You can like, it's not as more intimate. You can talk to people, have a good yarn. Yeah. You don't have to worry about getting kicked out of shit. You can just fucking enjoy the moment, be with people and... Like you said about the the guests, like the invite list, you know, I was very selective with who I came. Basically, I just went to a whole handfuls of different girls I knew and that I trusted that were cool chicks. Yeah. I said, bring a couple of girls, shoot through their names. As long as they're like good chicks, they're not drama, blah, blah, blah. And that would have to be, I would say, the worst part about planning parties is people oh, saying, fuck. like legit, that was fucked. He was like, can I, because like you let say, oh, yeah, you can bring a friend. And yeah. then it's just like 300 people trying to bring a friend and then like, everyone's hitting you up and they're like oh but I fucking did this for you and it's just like oh, it's not even that it's more so like someone's invited say fucking someone titled is coming like oh my fucking ex is on the list can you take my ex and his new girlfriend oh, I'm like oh, that man. ain't my fucking problem like yeah, this yeah. is just my party I'm this isn't on the your middle. party yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, made, party. I made yeah. the invite list yes I will try to make everyone happy but I ain't gonna tell people that I like you can't come because someone else that I like is gonna be there that you don't like that's not my fucking problem like, yeah, yeah. if yeah. you both come I don't want any shit and there was a few people that didn't like each other and they just stayed away and there was no dramas man it was it was dope but like yeah definitely the shittest part is just like the week up and just everyone asking for invites and 
it's just not what you want to be thinking about. Did you have a like a limit of people that you could have in there as well? Well, originally we did Halloween. We had 250 on the list. That was my max just to see, just a trial and error, just to see, is that too little, too many, what happens? We had about 220 come, I think mm. it was, the security counted. And it was pretty good, but there was a lot of room for more. So yeah, I said, okay. cool, New Year's. I wish we didn't do the New Year's one because it was so fucking close to Halloween. We had like a, yeah. like a month, not even a month, like... And we didn't even plan to have it. No. Uh, like we just threw Halloween and then like a week later. A week later, I was like looking through all the footage and once the stress was gone and I saw how yeah. much fun everyone had, I was like, we're doing it again. We're doing it for New Year's. Fuck it. It has to be done. Like, cause well, it's after New Year's is there that's worth going that crazy. Like Australia Day is all good and well, but now it's also yeah, it's too, much a bit shit of, a, too much shit around it now, bro. And it's like, you know, I, I don't want to be throwing big parties <laughs> on those days where it's going to cause bullshit. You know, if yeah. you have a barbecue with your friends, do whatever. I just keep quiet on those days. But and so we did it for New Year's. I was like, let's go to 300 this time. And we ended up having probably at 320, 330. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, a few people were like offering even to pay. Like some dudes from like other states were like, if we pay five grand each, can we come? And I was like, sorry, man, I just don't like know you. Like they're all fucking yeah. counted up and shit. And I'm like, I don't want that kind of vibe of just people that don't know each other. You know, it's like, it would be fucking beautiful if I had 10, 20 people come that paid five grand because then it covers the party. But I was like, nah, because then you run the risk of it getting spoiled by someone who you don't know stealing or starting a fight or you know yeah, treating yeah. treating the girls wrong or something. And I didn't really want that. Like I was just, not not when you're kind of under the spotlight. No, too. definitely yeah. not, bro. And that's that's why I was very selective with with who I invited and the crowds there. And you know, we we went overboard with the security. It was like ten or twelve grand for security. And I'm I don't regret. It. I'm happy I did it because better you know, have it. Ne- no gate crashes. Nothing bad happened. I think there was one carload of people that drove past. And, you know, Jackson, you're a gay con, and I was like, yeah, cool, man. Like, yeah. Yelling my party, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah yell from the outside. I'll fucking be in here having Wait, sex. Say it again. I'll get this chick to suck my dick while you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was literally. I was like, fuck. You can yell from out there. I'll just be in here having an eight some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> seven men <laughs> making all the girls watch. <laughs> I'm fucking. No, I'm not joking. Fuck it. Yeah, I ain't here to hate. Uh, uh, it must be kind of gnarly to be, I guess, in your position uh, to have not only the eyeballs, but I feel like just your style of content it's so polarizing so it's you pretty much can't not have 50 percent of people think you're a dickhead you love or hate it you know what yeah I mean? and that's what that's what happens mate is you're, you're you're spot on you know i meet people they're like oh i thought you would have just been like a dick i'm like why and they're like oh well, i just well, i'm like you're actually a cool person you're really chill and i'm like yeah it's like i think everyone gets that impression like even before i started working for like you or shami i literally had the same impression mm-hmm. like i was just like everyone does these guys are gonna everyone be stuck does. up dicks i don't know why it's just what's in your head no i remember when i lived in the uk when i was 18 you know i was working in pubs and bars this is back when like geordie shaw was still a fucking huge thing yeah, and all yeah. these things and some of them would come down to Cardiff where i lived in wales and and be like partying there and i used to think like fuck they're probably so like up themselves they're probably dicks met a couple of them and they were nice as hell you know really nice people off the cameras and shit like that and, it's not that I put on an act for my content. It's just that we just ramp it up a bit. Well, you're playing a character. And I think like yeah. even for when you're off camera and in here you're making sounds in the microphone, it's like you're there's something about you that's kind of an entertainer. Yeah. Like, just entertainer I just, at heart. just want to yeah. be a weirdo, you know what I mean? And it's like I feel like a lot of us boys nowadays, we're probably more fucked up off camera, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you can't there's a lot of shit you can't do anymore like on, on, on camera and post and stuff without getting fucking cancelled by the cancel culture. But... I don't know. I feel like it's, it's not like, I'm not trying to sound like an arrogant cunt, but I feel like it's, it's hard to get canceled when you don't really care. It's yeah, like, yeah. you can't cancel someone who, who's happily playing the role of a villain. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, cool. 
come cancel me. I haven't been like racist or crazy homophobic or anti-religion or anything like that. I'd say you're encouraging gay behavior. I am, if anything. Well. I, yeah. love, I love gay yeah. people. We, I, we, I we gay. kiss more than we should on camera. We I kiss reckon. daily off yeah, camera. I think it's completely fine. <laughs> I, I go, so I'm like, hey, how are you? And on the yeah. lips. Yeah. It's like, it is what it is. Like, I'm, I'm friends with gay people. I'm friends with all kinds of people. It's like, fucking whatever. Just whatever you want to be, you be that. And so, fuck it. Yeah, well, I think, uh, yeah, I mean people probably just don't understand that there's like you're just probably a guy looking for an outlet you know what i mean mm. you've got like this weird sense of humor you're you've always i'm assuming as a kid you always would have been kind of like over the top and acting oh, shit yeah. out and Class theatrical <laughs> yeah i mean that that's just that's like an archetype of a person and that those kind of people end up um they kind of end up finding a lane you know mm. like you can look at like so logan paul or you can look at those guys like they just like I personally was never the um, like a acting kind of person or a, like I wanted to perform for people, but I love being real creative and yeah. I love like directing things. So, I mean, that's like my outlet. I mean, everyone's kind of got their thing and I just think what, I guess the influences that you had and the, the I guess like the places you're in, the people you're around, like that, that outlet came out as, you know, this character, yeah. which you fucking play well and it's a profitable character. That's the thing, man. It's like I am being myself at, at yeah. heart. You know what I mean? It's just like sometimes I'll ramp it up a bit. Sometimes I'll ramp it down a bit. You know, I know how to turn it on, turn it off. And it's like, you know, sometimes people get a bit over sometimes like if like we're hung over and shit I'm still running around the house like I'm fucking yeah, yeah. running around blind drunk on meth you know what I mean I'm still like that if people are hung over they can't be around me sometimes because I will just be dry humping everyone and fucking running around and singing and screaming and carrying like a child and it's just who I am you know like I've got high energy and stuff and it's definitely chilled out over the years a bit but yeah it's, it's you, you fucking you either got it or you don't you're just born like it or yeah and then it just kind of you lean into that as a like you would have seen an opening with the whole yeah. instagram thing and and i'm sure too man like even when you're like working in a bar meeting the jersey shore dudes or whatever there's just a i guess a charisma that where people are going to gravitate towards you yeah. and you're going to end up hanging out with people it's just i just feel like your personality is just kind of perfectly you like just said, it's a 50 50 thing people either love it or hate it you know yeah. people that i've never met people that have never actually met me in person might come and go this guy's a flog or a fuckwit and i'm like okay cool like when have you met me you know yeah like you're judging it off off of a video of me throwing some shit on one of my friends like who doesn't do that at some stage yeah. if you don't prank your friends like you're not friends <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. you fuck with your friends that's what you do like yeah. there's a fine line between disrespecting and being over the top as opposed to like I wouldn't do shit to him that I know is going to really fuck with him, you know? Or that you wouldn't be able to have him do Yeah, exactly you. right. Yeah. It's like, I'm... But then you get random people, you know, who will come up and they'll have their phones with, oh, J Jackson, get, get in the bin, get in the bin. And I'm like, why? They're like, yeah, yeah. you won't do it. And I'm like, why would I jump in the bin? And they're like, yeah. well, you do it all the time. I'm like, me and my friends do it. Like, I don't know you. Like, yeah, no yeah. disrespect, not trying to be cool or anything, but like, I don't know you. Like, I'm not going to run up to you and tell you to fucking get in the bin like people think like if I don't show them in, then I'm not funny and I'm so different like, yeah yeah it's kind of like the comedian sort of deal where you're a stand up comic and yeah, someone tell me sees a joke. you tell me a fucking joke <laughs> oh bro. man yeah. I hate that shit just the, yeah the, that's well, it's like you know shit. some random might come up and try to prank me or fuck with me and then if I'm like what the fuck are you doing they're just like oh you can do it and you can't take it I'm like when have I ever done shit to people that I don't know you yeah know? Like, if yeah. I do anything in public it'll be just being weird it would never in a million years would I fucking touch someone throw yeah. some shit on anybody fuck with anyone like that I would it would be me pretending to be on a phone or me just saying weird shit to creep people out I would never touch someone or fuck with people like that physically and stuff because you just can't do that Yeah. and you know people might try to fuck with me but it hasn't happened really it happened like once or twice years and years ago and 
I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And they're like, oh, you do it like on your videos. And I'm like, yeah, not to people I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like, oh, you're really serious in real life. I'm like, it's just <laughs> yeah. like. Well, that's because it's called real life. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, it's like would you walk <laughs> up to fucking Wolverine and fucking ask him to get his claws out of his hands? That's a movie. Obviously, I'm on a small <laughs> scale compared <laughs> yeah, to that shit. Yeah, but yeah. it's like walking up to a fucking, I don't know, a fucking Eric Batter and saying, turn into the Hulk cunt. You're <laughs> different. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like, it's so different. Yeah, you're so much different. You're way better in the movie. You're way better in the movies, cunt. Like, relax. You know, this is social media. Yes, it's fucking nothing compared to movies but it's it's a it's similar a principle similar, yeah yeah the it's concepts like, the same. Yeah, it's like people get these misconceptions of like oh he's either gonna be a fucking prick or he's not and you know at the end of the day bro, there is a lot of pricks in this world in this business as well you meet a lot of arrogant fucking stuck up dicks yeah, and yeah. people who are people who genuinely forget where they came from forget that without their fans without their followers supporters and all this they wouldn't be able to do what they did yeah like me bro I regularly thank the people that follow me and support me and I say Without you guys, I, I wouldn't be able to do this shit. And, you know, I like to give back where I can give back to, whether it's charities or visiting sick kids or flying out fans and stuff to events or giving money back here and there on little public things and stuff. And, you know, then there's a lot of people who will blow up and be like, oh, no, I made it all by myself. Everyone else can get fucked and use their audience, like, I don't know, like against them kind of thing. It's just weird. But yeah, I can see why people would think that, you know, and it's fair. I don't think any less of people for thinking that. Have you ever struggled with the ego side of it? and like, Or like, has your ego ever got out of control? I don't know. I like shrooms a lot and stuff like that. Like, not that I like, I don't do a lot of tripping and shit, but I have. And like, I've experimented with a lot of crazy shit over the years, you know? And I feel a few years ago doing, doing shrooms, man. It's yeah. like, it really, I feel like it detached me from myself to an extent where it's like, it almost made me not myself a lot yeah, anymore yeah. to the point where I'm like, I'm not as fucked up and I'm not, but I feel like I'm a lot better of a person than what I was. I feel even though I'm not making as much content or not going crazy as viral, or maybe I'm, I've got different interests now. I'm getting older and stuff. And it's like, I'm not, ashamed of that i'm not i don't regret anything i'm happy with the person i am the person i'm becoming i'm you got to evolve and grow and change and you can't just keep doing the same shit forever like i mean not me anyway it's not what i want so with the ego side of things not really like i wouldn't say it's been to the point where it's been an issue for me at all now yeah the <laughs> mushrooms is fuck man we we're, were actually talking about it the other night it's the best thing to show you really what you are like the mm. last time and it's different every time i did it a couple months ago and i just took a bunch i was just in my room i just fucking put some nice lights and yeah, played right. some trippy shit on the yeah, my, like, my Mac screen <laughs> yeah. and then i just was like five hours i was fucking there and th this trip was so gnarly that i just sat off felt like fucking it was probably two or three hours i literally just like laid in my bed just seen some shit with my dog shit, yeah i didn't really get visuals that much but it made me it was like i got anxiety at the start right so then i was like okay breathe through Have the anxiety up after taking them nah but i get really bad nausea. Yeah, yeah, nausea, like yeah. shitting and stuff like that <laughs> yeah so if you do it because you got to try and do it on an empty stomach because <coughs> yeah. it'll be stronger i usually just mix that with a bit of orange juice and just hits the bloodstream real quick oh i take like i always get the little ground up cap so you yeah. can do like oh, yeah. a gram every time and say like all right i'll do five grams i just take it with lemon so i did like four i did 10 minutes yeah i did yeah. over i did like I heard that four grams last year i did like four and a half grams in one go and did you get quite, like a lot of visuals <laughs> yeah dude it was fucking pretty right. pretty nuts i was i was in a bad way at this at the time man and I, I didn't know why i was i was coming off antidepressants as well and i my head was in a bad place and i was just trying everything i possibly could think of you know trying to get out of it. my my like cool soul, you did hey? like pause and it's like it's cool that you did try and get out of it yeah. a lot of people fucking get there and they just like stay there it's like you actually can kind of search around for yeah. what is 100%. gonna make you feel better you don't have to just like stay that way until you're not 
Well, that's what it became like my sole purpose at one stage, just trying to figure out ways to be better and like feel better again and feel normal. And I think it also got to the stage where it worked against me because that's all I was trying to do was feel yeah, better. Yeah, you can do too and much. And I lost like my routine. I lost filming. I lost training. I lost a lot of things. And I was like, fuck, all I'm thinking about 24-7 is how can I improve everything? How can I be heaps happier? How can I make my back better? And all these things, I'm like, fuck, <coughs> I'm forgetting everything else. And what crazy experience last year in America because it's legal over there with psychiatrists, doctors, there's clinics yeah, out there. Yeah. You can, have you ever heard of the ketamine IV? Yeah. I did a ketamine IV with a doctor. All yeah, legal, right. all completely done under, under healthcare professionals. How was it? Fucking, whatever people explain DMT to be like, it was like that for about four hours. Really? And it was, I felt upside down. I saw myself die. I was in a body bag. I got zipped up. All my family were around me like crying and shit. And I got zipped up. And when it went dark, I was getting wow. thrown as a fucking root out of the ground. Wow. Intense, man. Like completely intense. Like, and after that- Did it, it feel like safe? Nah, not really. I just tried to not panic. Cause you know what, you know, yeah, it's like yeah, being in a shroom yeah. trip. Even you're like, if you start panicking, you're fucked. I couldn't move. It was the first time. Yeah. It was definitely an out of body experience, but I also was. Cause it's a sedative, right? I was stuck, bro. I couldn't yeah, fucking yeah. move at all. I just, That's the thing that freaks me out a bit about you it. You had headphones on too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah so I had noise cancel headphones and eye patch. I was in like Whoa. Soft, a yeah. soft recliner chair in a room. We, there was a doctor there. You can't and, see. And you listen to like. That's cool though. You yeah, listen to like. I like that. makes me feel a bit Yeah, better. we have two people there. You've got a psychiatrist and the, the doctor anesthesiologist person who specializes in those things and you know they've got all their safety protocols put out and stuff if anything goes wrong or bad and they they just they hook you up to a drip and it sounds a bit junkyish or like a bit hipster fucking trippy or whatever the fuck yeah. but i don't care like cool i'm just trying to i'd read along about it Do you know um there's uh, a comedian i've heard that theo, what's his name theo von theo von that's exactly yeah, what i was trying to think yeah, of i was yeah. like I was trying to think of him. I saw his YouTube videos of him talking about it. I actually met him last year as well. Went to the yeah, UFC. Sick. I mean, he got the same Uber to UFC last year. Oh, wow. Crazy. You guys so, carpooled to Uber? Dude, it was the most random shit. That's insane. The most <laughs> random shit ever. I've got a video on my phone. Me, him, my friend Chris, and it's in the car. And we're just going to the thing. I was like, hey, guys, look. I mean, all of us were sitting in an Uber. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to see fucking Dustin Poirier. He got me tickets, like fucking ringside yeah, with his family. Boys, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, who are you, who are you guys going for then? And I'm like, no, probably McGregor or whatever. And he's like, oh, it's all good. And yeah. walking through the casino and people running up to him and fucking, it was, it was random, dude. But he was telling me about the ketamine stuff. He did four of them. Because yeah, he's supposed okay. to do four to six treatments in the matter of three, four weeks. I did one and never went back. Really? It was that full on? <laughs> it was too hectic, bro. I couldn't, yeah. do, I couldn't do it again. I couldn't do it again. I didn't, I didn't regret it. I didn't. That it, does sound fucking. I needed. Low, I man. needed both of the people in the rooms help to stand up to piss after because I couldn't. I still couldn't. My legs were like jelly. I wow. was fucking gone. I, I just was out of the world. And was it productive in the end? I, I'd like to say yes, yes and no. I don't know. Like, I think it would be good to do all the treatments, maybe. But yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just fucking life, you know. Like shit's gonna always keep happening, and yeah. you're gonna have good days and bad days. And so and you, you did the mushrooms though after that. Before that, actually. Okay. And the was, mushrooms helped. Mushrooms help for sure. Yeah, mushrooms have always helped. And I'm at the stage where I just like to microdose now. I don't really like to do a lot of trips because it's, yeah. it's pretty fucking it's heavy. It's full on, eh? Pretty heavy, yeah. And, you know, I don't want to fucking do it one day and wake up and all of a sudden I want to cut my cock off and marry yeah, my sister. You know, I don't so. think, I don't think, you might marry your sister, but I Maybe. don't think you'll Again. cut your cock off. Yeah, but I was not much. <laughs> but I, I've seen people turn like different after they've done like crazy psychedelics or like a DMT yeah. trip or something like that. Yeah. They just like, I don't know, fully ch change their whole personality. Well, it got rid of the ego to the point for me where it's like, I didn't even want to do anything. I, like, I didn't even want to be in the public eye at one stage. Yeah. I didn't want to make videos anymore. I wanted to delete my shit and just fucking fuck off and go get a normal job or invest my money somewhere where I can just try and be healthy. And, just and that was, shit. do you think that was from the ego? For with sure, the for sure. Definitely. Yeah. And how did that, like, what was the connection there? I'm not too sure, man. I just, in it, you like, I've, I don't know how to explain it other than like, the way I tell people when I've done it is like, I feel like I was 
a spectator watching my life. Like I was up in a cloud looking down at it was like a grid of my life. And it's yeah. like, there's just pieces everywhere of like what I need to put together again and what's broken. Like my relationship, this needs fixing in the relationship. <laughs> I need to rekindle a few old friendships. I need to stop doing this toxic shit. I need to back off these things, you know? And I got out of it and I was like, like, I'm sick of making pranks. I'm sick of making these videos and these things and that. Like, what can I do next? Is it maybe get into some acting in movies or something? Do I try to do that? Do I try to get into some boxing or something? Do I try to fucking sign a few social media people and help them with their careers and the next up and coming people? I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And I don't know. I just killed the the whole- Attachment that you It had, killed the attachment yeah. in my head of trying to be like this big dog with heaps of followers and always going viral and always having attention and being the cool person and that. I mean, it sounds conflicting because I threw these parties and whatnot, but that was just for fun, you know? That, yeah. That's just a local town thing. That's not like to the whole world to go fucking viral. And yeah, I guess it definitely- De- dischatch whatever the word is fucking yeah. my thoughts of like I want to be this big person on social media now I'm it's fucking shit like you can't take that to the grave with you it's, it's nothing I just want to have good memories have my family healthy and looked after have good friendships and <coughs> at the end of the day relationships and stuff are the best thing you can have I reckon in the world relationships yeah. and good experiences and no, nah, 100% dude I fucking I the last time I did it I literally just spent five hours trying to breathe full zone now, yeah. <laughs> like, it was fuck, but it was yeah. in, it was cool in the sense of like it, it made me uh so I, I took like once i really started feeling it and i feel it more of like it wavy in my body i don't really get the visuals as much Sorry, and um what, no, what, get, what's like the max trip you've done i think that was five grams and you I didn't think. Tr- see visuals yeah, I see a little bit of visuals, but it's not like you have to like focus. I find when you see yeah, visuals, you have to really yeah. just look at a tree, and then it starts to go weird. I put on, you know, those screensavers on the iMac. It's like the furry oh, yeah, fucking yeah. wall. Yeah, 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 like I, I leave that on, and I'm then getting to the Greek. You seen that movie? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That same, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I got like that anxiety feeling, and fucking, I was like, all right, breathe. And then I started breathing, and then I was like, do you even know how to breathe? like you fucking suck at this because yeah. I was like tight and I, d- I felt like that when I've been high before from weed yeah, I feel yeah, like I've been sitting there I'm like have I breathed in like the last five minutes <laughs> yeah. you take a big breath in you're like oh that feels good <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm speaking quickly about getting to the degree you know Russell Brand obviously yeah, yeah. Lockie went to school with his nephew no yeah. shit yeah. Um, where so about I'm, I'm lying I'm, I'm lying oh he's making that up oh, okay. <laughs> I, should, I, should, I shouldn't lie to you it's fucking random as hell no you lie makes sorry makes for a good podcast I have a big dick no, well, I think that OnlyFans thing probably says that you don't have a big dick. <laughs> Definitely not. Absolutely not. Really? No, no offense taken. Dude, I've made it so public. I'm like, hey guys, if you want to subdo it, don't expect the fucking Mandingo down there. Don't expect some fucking elephant <laughs> trunk. It is two inches at hard at best. What? <laughs> no, I'm probably a little bit better than two You'd inches. You'd have to be exaggerating. I probably am exaggerating, but it's not big. Yeah, It's right. below average and it's not like micro, micro. Okay. But you know what? Like, Power to you. I made my chick squirt. I'm the first person to make her squirt a few times, and I was proud of that. Yeah. Um, she she's been doing some content and stuff herself, like a solo fucking triple X content, and she's never been able to make herself do that. And I, I think it's so small that it just hits the perfect spot sometimes, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't hurt them. They yeah. don't have a sore tummy after. Yeah, because that's a real thing. <laughs> girls can get a sore back. Girls can get a, girls can get a sore cocks. tummy as well. You can rip them. You can hurt them, and I don't want to hurt chicks. <laughs> we don't want to hurt them. Big dicks hurt chicks. <laughs> Big dicks hurt chicks. Oh, wait, can you please make that as a merch T-shirt? I can do that. We've, we've said that. You said that a few times. What, Big dicks hurt chicks. Yeah, as a, as a merch. Say thing. no. Normalize. <laughs> normalize the fucking slightly less than right, the girls are like oh I have to have a big deal I'm like fucking get over it cunt like you know what mm. I mean like I don't know I've made it's selfish of- that's selfish yeah, I've literally. like 
maybe I've just slept with a lot of nice girls that don't want to be mean, but I've never had a girl come to me and say a bad word about it. I've never heard a bad rumor get said spread about it. I'm the one that makes fun of myself because of it. Yeah. Because it's like, if I continue to make fun of myself, no one else can. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do? Bully me for having a small cock. I already bully myself because of it. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, just eight mile that shit. Exactly. I'm eight miling that shit. I'm fucking owning the things that I'm, that I would be insecure about if I didn't own it. And if I didn't yeah. make fun of it, you know, it's like you use humor. It's like a lot of comedians yeah. use humor to make situations better and just disarm shit disarm shit it's like I was probably bothered by it when I was like 12 or 13 like when you're at that age where you're fucking wanting to like kiss girls and fucking when you're like really young and you start getting girlfriends in high school and shit and I'm like fuck I hope that this isn't gonna happen and then you like get older and you're like fuck I'm just gonna make fun of myself I'm gonna live my best life and I damn well had sex with many beautiful women and I've had a good fucking time I've made millions of dollars with a small dick so fucking everyone can get fucked that has a, you know, <laughs> respectfully yeah right. amen how, how did the how did the OnlyFans shit start did you just see the window and just be like fucking cash I didn't even know bro there was very little thought like I made sure I thought about it <laughs> about like just, here's something I can never undo <laughs> I don't know my cock on the internet I, I don't know don't, like, just go you look yeah. back at the days of me and like someone like Shami or me and the other boys and that we we blew up on the internet we're doing fucking nudie runs through the streets and stuff so it's kind of out there we had like fucking um trans ladies and stuff like um as you call them, lady boys in thailand sitting on our faces while we're sleeping we would take each other's clothes we'd be naked and shit all the time and my whole life like growing up playing rugby and that you're always fucking running around the football field naked and shit just doing dumb shit with the lads and that and i don't know i've always done edgy stuff it's not like i'm like a disney content creator that yeah, does little yeah, fucking yeah, kid-friendly yeah. videos i've always been on the line of like don't let your kids watch my content unless they're like at least 16 or and above maybe maybe 18 yeah and i was like Social media hasn't really paid that well to someone who's a bit controversial. Not many mm. brands will work with you. Yeah. You can't monetize much of your content. And COVID was starting and I met my chick. She'd been in the adult industry for two, oh. three years. She'd never done content with a guy in terms of like yeah, pornography yeah, or triple yeah, X. Yeah. She's only done girl on girl stuff and her solo individual fucking gets her toys out and have a little bit of fun, you know? And I met her and one of the coolest chicks I've ever met in my life, you know? So down to earth, just friendly, kind, caring, beautiful person, just so loving and sweet not not a mean soul in her body you know and not a mean part in her body and she was doing it and i'd already had an only fans page set up not for nudity stuff just for the crazier pranks because it kept getting removed yeah. everywhere i was like i'm gonna make an only fans page for my pranks and stuff because that way i can still post the shit i enjoy doing because it's all fucked up and i can make a bit of money and i promoted it a few times and it wasn't going that great it was like people like why would i pay for stuff i've already seen like and i'm like yeah cool. so i met her on the on the fucking very beginning of covid in America and then we were like cool now the whole world's locked down people can't travel can't really all the restaurants were closed clubs were closed everything was shut so people are finding ways to spend their money whether it's Netflix entertainment movies at home porn <coughs> porn exactly right dude gaming fucking I don't know Amazon Prime and it's like I started OnlyFans with her with the intentions of making funny 18 plus like sketches you know like yeah, yeah. funny like TikTok videos with a twist where it's like an adult TikTok not actual penetration of porn and shit it's like let's just post some nude stuff together and have a bit of fun with it don't go too crazy started the account went hard at promoting it i made a viral skit around it with our watermark and posted it online took the risk i lost my instagram for it a few months later and the new instagram i use now is a new account and i've been very well behaved on it so instagram fuck off um <laughs> and you know i made that viral video i posted it and went everywhere cardi b put it on her story fucking all these other really? celebrities were resharing on twitter Everywhere. video? Can you find it, right? Look up Flip the Switch Jackson O'Doherty. Yeah, it Should wouldn't be on like YouTube or yeah, anything. Nah. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll just get it up on my phone for you. Yeah, see. Oh, yeah. Let's see if Young Rones can find it. Probably not. 
That's not like that crazy. I probably saw it. It, uh, it, it went, went pretty to, big. Went like, to, it was on Facebook with like 5 million it, views and it was like, this is it. It went to every single person's WhatsApp. Oh, website. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did see this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we posted that yeah, as our yeah. first thing because like there's one thing I'm good at is getting a few eyes. To oh, look. yeah. You're a fucking legitimate creator. So like, it's like, I know how to get people to look at yes. shit. I looked at that and I was like, that's not up close dick going in. But yeah, that's yeah. just like, it's like what you've seen in a movie almost. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, what's the fucking difference? Yes, it's social media. Yes, it's kids. But like kids have a fucking Netflix subscription. Raise your own kids. Kids. kids oh, it's ha- exactly right. Me. It's yeah. not up to me what your kids are looking yeah. at. Like I'm doing this for people over the age of 18. I don't want kids to look at it, but it's a fucking bigger world than kids. There's more people over the age of 18. It's like, yeah. and we posted it and we got like 40, 50,000 subs overnight, pretty much in a matter of two, three days. And they were all paying 10 bucks. So Cardi B posted that. She put on her story. That is so A lot of of big celebrities did. Really? I'm surprised she put that up because that's like red hot. How did you, like, (laughs) fuck, yeah, that's crazy. Well, I blurred it when I put it on Instagram. So you couldn't technically see that bit, but you could know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we got 40, 50,000 people paying 10 bucks a month US or whatever straight away off the bat. So did you and her have to split that? Yeah, yeah, we we split all the money and and I was cool with it, bro. Like, at the beginning of it wasn't about money. It was like, let's just have some fun. Let's just get people How talking. much money you made at this point? Like, was it was that like the biggest payday? That I mean, you I had? just bought my first house and that was from saving through doing it the odd brand deal here and there with the companies that wanted to. That was from... I've always been pretty good with money, dude. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I mean, up until the last couple of years, I never spent much money on clothes or expensive holidays or doing this. I was always... I wasn't like a tight ass fucking stinge with money. You I'd used always, to live cheap. You live cheap. I, look, I could live cheap very easily, yeah. dude. I would never like eat out. I would just... Maybe I'd eat my breakfast out every morning and then everything else I'd just easily make it home, you know? Um, I was always good with money. I always save my money. I would, I would always put money somewhere where I'd forget that it was there and I could go yeah, back to yeah, it. Yeah. Got my house and, you know, I'd probably made, through my whole career, I probably would have made, I don't know, five, six hundred thousand $600,000. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Through my whole career over the, over the span of, you know, five, six years, which is still fucking great money. It's, it's awesome. It's yeah, like 100 yeah. grand a year averagely over it. But, you know, for four or five years there, there was zero money coming in. I was working in pubs and fucking doing my topless waitering in Sydney and stuff. Yeah. And, doing what I could do to make money, you know, and spending every dollar straight back into my videos, paying people to fucking drive me around when I wouldn't have a license. And um, when we made the OnlyFans... Um, so that's like a million dollar, like millions dollar payday. We made a million dollars in the first two months Yeah, on OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, we split it obviously, but I mean, it's just like, I, I looked at this as a team. It's what, what's hers is mine, what's mine yeah, is hers. Yeah. And it's Takes two good. to fuck. Exactly, <laughs> dude. Unless you're fucking... Got a long Unless stretchy dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't. I actually read an article on Vice the other day about that. Apparently, you can't. He's can got suck. a monster. He's got a monster. Fucking well, I can't suck my own dick, though. Yeah, okay. Get rid of your lungs. Yeah. Apparently, you can train yeah, I to might do, do it. that. I might just get rid of my lungs. Remember? <laughs> it's not the lungs, it's the ribs. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you would have remembered those rumors back in the day about Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. Manson. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that dude. Who the fuck started that rumor? That's so sick. Was that the bottom Something rib thing? he'd do. Yeah, yeah. He didn't do it. Was that not real? No. No, no, it wasn't. What? But that was like lore as a kid. Yeah, fucking oath. I'm just finding out now. He what does crazy fun. shit. And, um, mate, we started it and I had no intention to do any porn. I was like, I don't want to do that. You know, like, um, and I wasn't afraid of the judgment. I wasn't afraid of that. I was just like, oh, I don't feel like I need to, you know? And we started, like I said, 40, 50,000 people signing up and everyone talking on holy fuck and this and that. And I sat there one day at my chick's house and I'm looking at the messages and we had like six, 7,000 messages in the first day. Every message, sex tape, sex tape. Where's the sex tape? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? I'm like, I looked at her and she's like, I'm down to do it if you're down to do it. She's like, I don't want to pressure you and I don't want you to pressure me. She's like, if you want to do it, we can do it. She'd been in that industry for a while and she'd never slept with dudes on camera. And, you know, a lot of her fans probably wanted to see that. Yeah, yeah. she got her own little cult following in, in the adult industry, you know, like everyone loves her for what she does. I've come with like 
the edgy side of like I've been a content creator on social media I haven't done this sort of shit yeah. so I've, there's a lot of gay fans a lot of gay followers wanting to see me do that stuff and a lot of other straight people and I've looked and I'm like fuck like Maddie there's like seven, 8,000 people here asking for a sex tape if we charge like 50 or 100 dollars for a sex tape let's do one and just see yeah and like fuck it we're doing it we're doing it we're doing one we're doing it let's do it and we made a fucking sex tape and it was pretty cool it's like a 15 minute video I edited it all up made it nice <laughs> photoshopped my dick to be like this this is, this is when you were talking about the ADHD thing because like you were so demotivated from content and like when OnlyFans you saw like you know I all saw that it going well and man and went I started nuts. like you I, were so I reckon, about I reckon it. I spent 16 hours a day on OnlyFans whether it was messaging replying posting yeah. thinking of ways to market it without having to do anything risky what's our next content should we collab with people what can we do for a viral stunt and man, I was on there all day and I was like, fuck it, we'll do one. And we sold our first one for like 50 bucks, which obviously doesn't sound like a lot, but then, you know, 10,000 people fucking spending that money and you're like, we do that. And I'm like, all right, this is, this is deadly. This is like, let's do another one. Let's do another one. Let's just do this till the fucking money burns Let's out. chuck another girl in there. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Let's do a threesome with your best friend. Let's make a fucking skit with your cousin. Let's do some shit that's going to be makes dollars, it makes sense, mate. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, dude, like after a while, we were doing three, 400,000 US each month for the first five, six months. And it, I was like, fuck. I was like, my family Fucking, how is the tax set up uh, we, I paid I paid like nearly a million dollars in tax in the last two years oh, and I, I'm probably painful. gonna leave Australia forever eventually because yeah. I cannot fucking do that anymore it's crazy so dude. yes we've got nice roads we've got pretty good healthcare the schooling's alright they have not caught up to the internet oh mate but no. it's just like fuck dude it's like when's enough enough it's like just yeah, cause dude, you're making right? more just cause yeah. you're making more doesn't mean you should have to pay like it probably sounds a bit selfish but it's like there's a level though where yeah. it's like you're literally getting it's like, 42% it's like how, how of how can everything? someone have no ambition or goals in life and just fucking I don't know I don't know I don't want to shame any jobs just go and get a, a job that pays shit money and they're like cool I'm going to make 30 grand a year now and pay nothing to tax as opposed to someone who's ambitious and gets out works 16 hours a day 7 days a week and grinds it doesn't matter what it is if they're grinding they're grinding Yeah. and they're making good money for their time it's like cool now you're going to give way more of it away it just yeah. doesn't make fucking sense it seems sense. insane to take a million dollars from one person like just yeah. that just seems yeah. like my last bill was 680 crazy. and the one before that was a few hundred K and the new one I just recently got was nearly 300 K and I'm just <sighs> like I'm like I'm considering going to jail for this money now. Like, yeah. I don't want to fucking pay this. Yeah. A million dollars in a matter of a few years, I feel like a good citizen. That's probably helped some dull bludgers buy some weed or something. It's yes. probably helped a few people in housing commission. Fuck off with your stupid roads. I don't fucking care. Yeah. shit anyway. I'll get a four-wheel drive. <laughs> we play the, pay, pay the tolls. Literally pay the tolls and they still do that. They fucking flood anyway. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> exactly. And I'm just like, fuck. And then oh, we, my God. That's yeah. how the OnlyFans <laughs> thing started, man. We just were like, fuck it. We dove in. No regrets. Didn't look back. We went hard. It came with pros and cons, you know. It started to fuck with our, like, sex life privately and stuff a little bit to the point where, like... Who cares? Fucking idiot. Tell that to her. Shut up. Tell that to her, cunt. Ah, yeah. Yes, very well said. Bitch, you're getting millions of dollars. That's good. I really enjoyed it. I'm sorry. She's a very nice person. No, I enjoyed it, but... Fuck. Yeah, exactly. it. But like you said, bro, it's like, fuck it. You know, you made the money. It's like the sex dry, like the sex, you know, normalized. Yes, it got a bit stale because we'd be fucking, when we first met, we're fucking two, three times a day just because of how into it we were without no content. But that's just every relationship yeah. though. Like, she well, just, That's what I tried to say. I'm like, after a while, it's not you like get over each other. It's just like, just got other shit to do. You got other shit to do. You've you had that honeymoon phase. You're getting used to it. Like, I know what your pussy looks like. We fuck yeah. heaps. It's like, you start thinking about different people. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. 
Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <laughs> Just close your eyes. Oh, I didn't say that. Did I you didn't say that? I didn't say that. Yeah, I'll say it. I'll say it. I said it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it comes with pros and cons, but like you said also, fucking plenty of money there and people are like, oh, it's just like life-changing money though, man. That's the, like, that's the thing, bro. It's like, my family, I grew up in a good family, man. I didn't grow up in the fucking hood. Like my, I never had a lot of money at all. Like my parents didn't have a lot of money at all. They both worked religiously hard to make sure we always had food and the house, normal, small. My current bedroom is the size of the house I fucking grew up in until I was 17. Yeah. Like I didn't grow up in anything rich or flashy or like nothing nice. A few hours out of Sydney in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, my parents have always been supportive of pretty much everything I've ever done. There's been a few things where they would be like, oh, they came to me about that. They're like, oh, what's the word about this and stuff? And I just explained it was honest and upfront said, look, this is what's happening. This is the kind of money I'm going to make. I said, either I can keep doing the social media shit and it's getting more strict by the year. And, and there's I'm, just an age limit on the social stuff. 100% too, bro. It's like, you're only hot for so long and it's like, that's You've what- got like, to transition at some that's point. That's what Logan and Jake Paul have done well. You know, they've transitioned whether it's been boxing or like doing their crypto shit or whatever else. It's like, there's always new things. And that's like me. It's like, I was sick of doing that same shit. And that was just something that filled in the time for a while. Filled in a few holes, made a bit of money, and oh man, that that, that kind of cash behind you too. Well, now just... I've been able to pretty much help my dad retire early. I've been able yeah. to give money to my mum. She enjoys her work, so she doesn't want to retire. I could retire if I wanted to. Yeah. I've been giving him fucking just money. He left Ryan Center, and you know it's it makes me feel so good because yes, the money's come from fucking doing this shit, but it's like I don't Who fucking care. Fuck, yeah. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm really not like I'm not fucking selling drugs. I'm not stealing it. And I'm not doing anything that dodgy literally like the people that hate on it are the people that buy and consume it yes anyone that says they don't watch porn don't like porn like they would love watching movies and music videos and tv shows with sex in it yeah they would watch porn in their spare time it's the oldest industry in the world it is bro it is and it's a We've fucking been selling pussy since money was invented like 100 is what it is and yeah. and i think the people that have got issues with it are just either fucking jealous or they're just looking for reasons to hate i'm like there's so much other worse shit going on there's people breaking into homes to steal money there's people fucking beating each other up for money there's drug people selling drugs to kids and shit like yeah. what we're doing is harming no one you you have to pay to see it so you're not being forced to see it yeah yeah it's like people are enjoying it everyone's happy i think that's like the beauty of the internet though it's kind of the one of the things where i was i was on a call yesterday um with like some management shit and they were like oh what do you think about you know like doing tv and it's like no because then <laughs> but then you you're like put somewhere for people to well, like they can also flick a channel well yeah. they can just flick a channel and it's like who's this fuckhead exactly it's like my content you've got to click in to watch it and the thing is with so, TV if you don't have full control over it yeah. fuck knows what they're going to do look what they do to people in these reality shows what they can do like yeah. the, I, I've known people have gone on there that are actually great people they've fuck come out of there hated yeah. by the country because of the way they've edited it the way they've made them look at certain times and I'm like yeah. I've been asked to go on Love Island fucking Dude, multiple for times for sure you would have been eh? 
heaps of the shows. I've been asked loads of times. The one in the UK asked me and I was half considering the that UK. That one is massive. Yeah, but that's huge. exactly right. It's like people coming out of there with like two, three million followers in a career. You well, know what I mean? That's uh, Tommy Fury. Yeah, he was, started there. Yeah, so did his chick, oh, no, did his chick come off that? I can't no, remember. I'm not sure. But yeah, man, like the reality TV in the UK, it's also they got fucking 100 million more people out there, you know, or something like that. Yeah. And um, there's more eyes. Whereas here, people go on the Love Island show and no disrespect to them. I'm friends with a lot of people that went on it. Good on them. Yeah. Come out of there with like, 100k followers or something and you get a few months of like media press and this and that and you're just back to your other job but so there's no yeah. sustainable long career unless you transition into becoming an influencer or starting a business off that while the hype's there Yeah, and that's why I looked at the OnlyFans stuff like I've got all this hype right now there's a lot of people watching a lot of people following me my engagement's great my audiences are pretty big I'm going to keep making shit money doing social media because I'm not monetizable I'm not brand friendly yeah, 100% I'm going to end up to the point in two years, three years, where it's so hard to even have a dark sense of humor that you just can't make content. Yeah. I'll be miserable doing shit content. I don't enjoy making fucking shit money. Or I grip in, Swing do OnlyFans. Do, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Put my fucking little pecker out there. Six to 12 months. I, we literally only did it properly for maybe seven or eight months. And then we half-assed it for another three or four months. And we've barely done it in the last year. And there's still money coming in. Are like, you guys still together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing like long distance stuff at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So like she's in America. I'm here. Like we, we take quite a bit, fair bit of like space and time apart from each other. Didn't, and stuff like wasn't that. there like a bit of a public breakup? Am I thinking about the same thing or? Because uh, nah. I've, I've kind of like followed just like a little bit. So I wouldn't say there was any public breakup. I think that was very, very original first fight we had. Yeah, that was like, that was, that that was, was like an Instagram story that was up for like a few hours though. Yeah, that, that, oh, we, that we both had some fucking manic breakdowns. Like we we're both drunk and fucked up and a few little things happened. Insecurities popped up on both ends as they do and stuff. And, me being stupid as fuck at the time posted some Instagram stories explaining what was happening then she retaliated and posted worse then I retaliated and posted worse and just got heated people were screen recording it putting it on YouTube Yeah. other than that there's been no public breakup there's been no that's cool that you guys are still together then yeah well that's the thing bro it's like we, we learned from that from that day I was like cool I was fucked up having an anxiety meltdown I'd had like three scoops of pre-workout was sniffing bag before the gym just doing dumb shit in America and stuff I was in a bad place she was drunk with her friends and stuff and I was getting weird ideas about certain things I'd seen and she was getting weird ideas about things I was doing and I was around. And that was like only a few months into the relationship and from that day forward, no more dramas, nothing public, no bad shit at all. She was very chill, bro. Like very, very laid back. We were doing threesomes. She was about it. She was fine. She was chill. As long as I didn't do dodgy shit by her or behind her back and was just honest, we were all good. So I wish fucking more chicks would do threesomes, eh? And like, just be fully open to. There's not many like, chicks like it. Nah, like a good, like legitimate. Everyone's on the yeah. same page. In America, you know, it's huge. Everyone, yeah. everyone loves it out there doing that shit. Yeah, it's like hey, I feel like Gold Coast is becoming sort of that. Though. There's more people doing it now. Like a few of our friends, their their partners like doing it and stuff like that. But it's like there's so much judgment and stigma behind. It. Like, oh, how can you do that if you love them? And I'm like, yeah, detach it. It's just fucking sex. Like it's a bit of fun. Like, yeah, there's a difference with having an intimate threesome with one other person that you trust. Yes. All having a bit of fun, all joining in and just have you young, wild, fucking do some fun shit. It's it's bad if the person you're including is starting to go behind one person's back to the other one and doing yeah. private sly shit one on one with them. That's that's not cool. That's not right. But yeah, I don't know. People just get like that. It's a very old fashioned thing though. It's like some people don't like it and yeah. fair play to them if they don't like it, they don't like it. It's just like a if, if it's done properly, it's just a real good experience. I and think I, feel it, like I think it provides longevity up, as well. It's like Dude, I feel like you end up liking the chick that you're with way more. Hundred mm, percent. Like way more. Like yeah, there's she, not there's not many dates that a chick could take you on where you'd leave that date and be like, I like you a lot more than when we started this day. Yeah. But a fucking solid like threesome where you've all done it right and you like that chick, she knows that you like her, yeah. the attention's in the, put in the right spot. 
Fuck it, that shit thickened you well, up, That was man. the thing that really sucked me in, bro, because I'd come out of a short little relationship right. before that, and I was like, fuck, you're about threesomes? You want to do this? And I was like, let's fucking do it. You live in LA, you're cool, you're hot, you make your own money, she's independent, she would offer to pay for things, she was really cool, um, and wanted to do threesomes with hot chicks, like not fucking just randoms out of the club. Yeah, like scrubs. Her hot friends, you know what I mean? And like she yeah. wouldn't she wouldn't give it, she was like, let's fucking do it. And the next minute, foursomes, fivesomes, all crazy shit going on, and I'm like... This is dope. I'm like, I don't want to do the wrong thing by someone like that. Exactly. When you, you need you, to. Yeah, you get like, something like that. Why would I use that like, power, you know? Yeah, why would I fuck this up? <laughs> yeah. But if we take a break and we're, we're split for a couple of months or we're, we're <coughs> fucking got the pass or we're, we're taking a bit of time apart or whatever, cool, I'll do some shit. But if I'm committing to someone and that's like, why would I go and abuse that power? She's fucking down after I wouldn't do it with another guy it sounds very hypocritical but yeah I'm kind of there too right? <laughs> that's just the thing bro it's like some guys like it like one of my yeah. friends like one of my friends loves like when his fucking wife's getting smashed by other dudes and stuff like that and each to their own power to him exactly right dude if, if that's your thing cool but not my thing um, I just thought to myself cool this chick's letting me do these things I don't want to fucking do the wrong thing by that I think honestly I couldn't just be speaking on my own behalf but I think if more girls were like that they'd find that they could be less insecure because they wouldn't have to worry about people cheating agree. it spices up your sex life um and yeah it just makes you more like open to fun shit and it's like whatever yeah yeah i think it's just way more again you got to do it properly you got to be a good because it can definitely it can definitely fuck shit up too if it's done wrong yeah you can't yeah i mean the um like my chick now she's not about it and it's fucking cool it's just not going to be something that you push you know but it's like unless (laughs) unless you watch some people people don't discover until like they're like four years into the fucking relationship well me and Lockie made the mistake of putting his ex-girlfriend on the spit and that broke them up yeah okay that's and like we, we put his ex-girlfriend on the spit and the next day he was like fuck I can't be with you anymore that's also oh, another lie yeah I figured <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to laugh man. he was sleeping <laughs> I was yeah. trying to come up with something to like add to it but he just, still doesn't know about it I just didn't know about it. <laughs> I haven't had a girlfriend since I was in high school so so you and his girlfriend put him on a spit while he was sleeping <laughs> without consent perfect yeah <laughs> I just remember sniffing something and then I woke up yeah <laughs> I just fucked that thing up yeah I just think it's a I just wish I wish more people fucking hell an hour's gone by already yeah you're gonna have to be late eh no it's alright is it important this thing that you're doing oh if I could leave at 8.15ish I'll go a little bit uh, um, yeah I just actually think it's like a better thing than what most chicks would think about you yeah. know what I mean? oh yeah it's like it, it seems like this would be the thing that ruins a relationship but I just for I would guarantee I can't say guarantee it caused problems for, for us at one stage it definitely caused problems for us a few times here and there you know oh, like, okay. what were the problems so for example you know if if there's other girls coming in and you eventually get to the point where you're giving the other girl a bit too much attention or if you're forgetting the other one's there or something, you know? Unfortunately, if you're fucked up and stuff, like you... And once you start adding serious numbers to 100%, bro, because at the end of the day, bro, if you, by the time you've done like 10, 15, 20 threesomes or whatever and it's like it's getting to the stage you're like, you're all fucked up and then you're like, you get really excited to do it. And um, you get really excited to do it and you like get a bit carried away and you're like fuck I'm enjoying this there's a fresh chicken yeah. here I don't love her I don't want to take her on dates I don't want to go on holidays and sneak off with her but I'm going to enjoy this and make the most of this you know yeah. and you're like fuck then it'll, 10 minutes ago you're like fuck you're only fucking her now am I becoming a cuckold over here and you're like yeah fuck sorry I should probably but, yeah go go back a bit ease up yeah. a bit on it but yeah I mean I think that that's probably just needing some perspective in general and just chasing pleasure because yeah. that that can just become this infinite uh, chase that is kind of just ends up being a dragon you know what I mean it's kind of like that ego in that that yeah. sense where it's just it's not there in the way that you kind of think it is and so. you know then you're disrespecting your chick for who's letting you do those things and then you're yeah. fucking sober up in the morning like fuck 
I don't like when people are like, oh, being drunk's not an excuse. I'm like, well, I didn't do it sober. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> It's a bit true. of a coward way out, but I mean, like, fuck, you know, like... I don't really fucking drink that much sober. That's just like... No, I'm like nearly six weeks sober off the, off the drinks now. And, you know, since my house, bro, like I said, like, it was like a blessing and a fucking curse because I bought the house drinking party and fucked up every weekend and then I'm like okay this isn't sustainable I can't keep doing this like it's fucking with my head yeah the I'm last like body. four months of last year was insane mm. I'd say for about five six months from the date that I got that house <laughs> it was just every weekend there might be two nights or three nights a week where we are just up getting just fucking it raging makes sense though but we were never like we've been like you know doing shit for a while and we just never drank until no. like literally the end of last year we just mm. had a stint of we would like actually so be partying. lucky to drink once every two or three months yeah literally that, would never ever drink we would just be doing other shit i guess go your hardest on that whatever it's good tobacco it is good tobacco <laughs> it's a very smooth uh it's a slightly raw tobacco <laughs> yeah um yeah fucking what was i gonna say about the the party other th- uh, drinking thing yeah i just with the kidney thing i just fucking stopped drinking. yeah so, i don't really miss it now eh? so that you, why don't you just get another one well i guess i could but do you want mine <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> it's probably you're probably gonna be worse off i've just been drinking for four months straight do you want my kidney bro that's like trying well, to excuse me offering. that's like a fucking marketplace ad as soon as it's free you just we don't should, want we it. should do a facebook marketplace ad for a kidney yeah, yeah that would be i wonder do, what, do an auction yeah well but i like just legitimately give away your kidney, kidney. Might yeah, have kidney yeah. stones. Yeah, no, so I'm good on yours. But <laughs> no, you can live without one completely fine. But um, yeah, I just it just fucked does it, does you. It, have to does be more it careful. stop you from doing anything like to an extent? No, no, no so nothing's different. No, nah, not really. I just, Whoa. I got to be way gnarlier on my hydration. Like, because I, I do jujitsu most mm-hmm. nights and you just fucking sweat like crazy. Well, you would have to be more careful with like, say, alcohol and stuff like that. Because, yeah, yeah. You know, but they reckon it's fine. Like, they reckon it's... Uh, you can it's like twice the size of a fucking normal so if your person's. kidney was to fuck up you'd, you'd need like a transplant technically so yeah. you another one to rely on so I had <laughs> I had like a crazy surgery well I had like six surgeries so I come back that's pretty much why I come back from America I ended up just like fucking up fucking up my kidney <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I um yeah I had like all these surgeries and shit like that's how I even found out about it wow but, um, how old were you when you found out yeah, you, you said, you said you... like a few years ago like 2018 <laughs> or how something, the yeah. fuck does how do your parents not know well they it's just, just I guess they just don't, don't scan a baby have you like, checked you might not even have fucking two kidneys no, how I've do you know how do you know I know I've got two how because I asked my doctor <laughs> is there two there specifically I asked him, do I have two kidneys? Really? Yeah. He probably would ask a question like that. He's like game planning, like contingency. Making like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I might get my kidneys checked. If all I'm fells, starting to freak out. I've got one now. You can sell a kidney for quite a lot of Apparently money. Apparently it's one in 300 people. You're joking. No, Google it, Rhodes. How many people are born with one kidney? A 0.003% chance you, you're you. I'm not that good at math, but it sounds... <laughs> Uh, what, what was the how many grams is $50 of weed that wasn't me uh, how yeah. many people are born with tails I just read well, that that's fucking funny one okay in 1, one in 1000 but that's so babies not... that's not adults well what well, what? well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah something, uh, something like that yeah so well, that's still like insane yeah but you know, I just never knew and then I found out I fucking elb- I crashed a snowboard in Tahoe and I um, elbowed myself in the fucking Fuck kidney. <laughs> yeah, master. And then, yeah, it fucked up. And then they're like, hey, you don't have two of these bad boys, so, <coughs> so we need to fix this one. What's, you, you do the math. How many people in the world shouldn't have really have kidneys? Or will have two kidneys? You good there, bro? Yep. 
<laughs> Stops coughing. <laughs> yeah, literally. So, what, so how many in the world don't have kidneys then? If Fuck, I don't know. Well, there's 7.8 billion people, so that's technically one in a thousand, so you break that down and that'd be there. So divide 7 million by... Uh, fuck that, I'm not yeah. smart enough. It's a whole lot of I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'll I'm, get my kidneys checked. I don't I'm know too you tobaccoed. So, yeah, anyway, don't... Do you have don't one liver as well? Uh, I think everyone has one liver, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Sure. I actually don't know, though, but I'm pretty sure everyone <laughs> has one. I just thought, like, two testicles, two kidneys, two livers, two pancreas. Two cocks. <laughs> I wish. Uh, where should we go to from there with the the OnlyFans stuff? Was it was it ever actually? I feel like porn vlogging should be bigger than what it is. We'll just I think seg- I think it segue like, in there. like the world is heading into an insane space of porn and crypto. Uh, well, v- <laughs> especially with like VR. Yeah. We suggested a cool idea for the VR stuff. What was it? Oh, fuck, what was it? Wasn't that good of an idea? No, about like making like a brothel in VR. No, in the metaverse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having yeah. like a place that you can go to and just fucking chat. Like, do you remember like in the phone books you could ring yeah. up like the dirty hotlines, yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. But in the metaverse, there would be cunts who would pay money, serious money for that. Have you ever watched any of the metaverse stuff yet? I've, I've we, I, we bought one recently. The, uh, like a VR thing. Yeah, the Facebook one. Have you watched like how people are like doing shit in it now? Yeah, like so. Go to Google. Just like I lived in the metaverse for a week. Oh, I saw YouTube. that video. Have you seen yeah, that? So yeah, we have the same headset. I, I want this setup. This podcast setup. Yep. But you like, def- are you gonna are you gonna start a podcast? I've been wanting to for like a year and a half, dude. I'm just at the stage where it's probably never gonna happen. I bought all the gear. I referred my entire guest house to make it a podcast set. Yeah. I just yeah I don't know. I kind of like I've got like a million ideas for names, and I'm too ADHD, OCD, bipolar, everything. I, I can't fucking. It is it is cool. Like the I I mean obviously your the name it, of this is cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, what does that come from? Well, Gypsy was always this name that people would call me. They'd like, you oh, you're travel off, around Yeah, it's... you're off gypsying around. Cause That's I was, what I was doing for a long time. Yeah, it's it's a similar story, man. Like, I was 18 and <clears throat> Tyson I Tyson Fury's Gypsy. And, yeah, Gypsy. Full Gypsy. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, he actually is like... Yeah, the, when he was growing up, they were doing gypsy. like bare knuckles, like fucking all these pikeys, man. They were just fucking punching on and... That's nuts. All through Ireland, the UK, like England, everywhere. That's, gypsies are a big thing out there. You know Peaky Blinders? Yeah. They're technically like fucking gypsy really? as well. Yeah, yeah right. They I, believe in like gypsy magic and all sorts of shit, bro. I get tons of fucking... I actually have never spoke about this because I just never want it to be a thing. So hopefully this doesn't make it a thing. I get so many fucking people that are like, you can't use these name like the Romani people or like a... It's like coming at me now is like a racial thing. What? what? Yeah, it's yeah. not even a race though. I don't get any of that shit. I don't yeah, think it's, it's full... Dude, I get so many messages now and I just say, ah, oh, look, it was a fucking derogatory nickname that I didn't like and now I'm embracing it I've yeah. named my show after it I'm gonna accept the Man, negativity people are fucking just trying, yeah it's crap but apparently it's like the women in Ramadi are like called gypsies and there was like oh. a genocide and oh, like, oh I yeah, can see yeah. that yeah, yeah, so that's one of those things but it's like hey I feel like this is where I feel uh, I've rationalized in my head a gypsy can be used in so many it's like a part of pop culture it's so all through multiple can. cultures mm. right a real derogatory term like the n word that has one use yeah that's like one unless you say with like an ah at the end er's worse <laughs> yeah it's got it's got pronunciation <laughs> I'm not gonna say it yeah but it's like the it's one word and it's <laughs> exactly. the one thing it's not like it's not proliferating it's like through. cunt you know what I mean the word cunt is like some like Australia it's not really offensive yeah yeah overseas over most other countries it is yeah, yeah, we, like, yeah when we talk in America people are mind blown at how often we say cunt like when it, I can like understand it's so such a hate word over there yeah it's not it's a hard word we we say it so smooth like yeah. we swear a lot smoother yeah. than what Americans do I feel like when Americans swear it's like a lot harder all, all the words are a little 
a little more pointy. Yeah. You know, so it sounds worse, like when we say fuck and when we say kind of, just kind of, it's like a smoother kind of sound. Because, yeah. yeah, in America, I used to get that shit all the I time. Because I just, we say it so subconsciously, I think. But gypsies are cool as fuck. Gypsy, like, that, those, I fucking love all that shit. Yeah, no, I think it's like They literally cool. travel around in, like, camper van things, bro, like, fucking caravans. They literally, remember that movie I made? Did you watch Snatch with Brad Pitt? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, like, fucking having bare knuckles and that? One of the greatest movies. Best of movies. Have you ever seen that, Rones? You've never seen Snap? <laughs> All right, that's on your... Uh, you can leave. <laughs> stay and switch the cameras and then leave. And, and then watch that. Unbelievable <laughs> like, film, bro. The director that does the best movies. Yeah, yeah. What's it? It's Guy Ritchie. Uh, Guy Ritchie eh? <clears throat> yeah, he, yeah, he's done he, a few good movies. Did you watch The Gentleman? No, Matthew I haven't Conner seen that. And Dude, I fucking haven't had a TV for... F- I've had this TV. Yeah, I'll just caveat. <laughs> I uh, I haven't had a TV for like three and a half years. Do you watch movies? Half. No, me either. I'm the same. We have I just so many stopped. TVs. He forces we have me way to watch too many TVs. I'll really? just got an addiction for TVs. He loves. Yeah, <laughs> I've got like maybe eight TVs in my house, and there's only like two being used. That's so sick. Just dumb. Yeah, and Why? the cinema. We used one to uh, surf on on the road, tidal motorbike once. Oh, I, I saw that video. But yeah, you're like me. He's addicted to movies, though. You love movies. I'm a movie fanatic, yeah. I fall asleep. I uh, They fucking bore me. But I take him to the cinema to see like a new movie. I'm hyped in like three minutes. Not even the fucking trailers are done and this, he's asleep. But I think you're like an entertainer person, though. Well, I just really enjoy everything about movies. That just And always, like when you're a kid. I've shit. always loved film. Yeah. yeah, I've loved movies. Yeah, so I just think that that's like a part of the per- your personality in a sense. Like I'm being a bit just, greedy with this. Yeah, no, yeah I don't want it anymore. It. I'm good. You good? I'm good. <laughs> How often are you smoking these days? Every day. We really? like sometimes like when I feel like I don't know, I need it to sleep. I'll just take like a few days off or something like that. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just be it's so fun. Yeah, I agree. I, I was doing it daily for a long time because in America it's legal. Yeah. We never do it during the day. Like, Tobacco, I, of course. I, I do it like like seven p. Like when I'm done for the day. Like that's me done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I can't do it through the day. Fuck no. Yeah, I can't be productive during the day. For I could go to the gym. Yeah, tobacco is a pretty like strong thing. So yeah, I agree. No, I'm, I go through stages. Eh? Do you have? Do you feel guilty with it? Like yeah. when you do? Yeah, Fuck, I need, I need to like, stop. That's that, like the not all the time. Yeah, I if go I, back if, and I've had, if I've had a sick day and I'm like real productive, I've done heaps of shit. Yeah. I feel good doing it because yeah. I like I've just smashed my day out. Yeah, because I get I definitely get guilty because I feel like I like it more than I should like it. Yeah, and then and you're trying to fight with yourself. Am I addicted? Fruit. It kind of is, right? Yeah. But there is like a weird guilt that. And one of my buddies, he's a daily smoker, and he says the same thing. He's like, I fucking love it, mm. and I'm he's still. I'm super productive. I'll do my day normally. I'll probably be... <coughs> wow. I just feel like I'm just more mellow and more... Yeah. It's the ADD thing. Oh, I know like a lot of people, dude. feels yeah. like... I know people that are from professional fighters to fucking people that have a normal regular job, family men, cunts that are worth a few hundred mil that do crypto, that literally wake up, smoke to the moment they sleep. Mm. And they're productive, they're happy, they're healthy, they're in shape, they work. It's so family common men. in America. Exactly, man. And it's like, for me, it's like, I can do certain things on it, but if I do it too regularly, it starts to make me a bit unproductive because sometimes mm. I'll lose my discipline with my food because I'll crave bad food. Yeah. And sometimes I won't do it. The amount of times that like, even when we live in Brisbane, how many times would I, like, I would tell him once a week, all right, let's just throw the weed out. Let's, yeah. like, if we, it's in the house, like, yeah, you can't I'm like, I can't say no when it's there. And then yeah. two days goes by, I'm like, let's get more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like hypothetically speaking, of course, to any police <laughs> watching. Yeah, allegedly. Just, yeah, this is all allegedly. We're just, this is a fictional podcast. He's been lying the entire time. We go back through I'm the I'm a broke person with a big dick. <laughs> he admits all of his lies. Yeah, it's, it's weird that it's got that guilt though, but it's funny. 
Do you think I, when it becomes like legal, is there'll be like a bit of less guilt? Nah, I, just I guess it's not a legal thing. It's not really thing, the legal yeah. side. I, nah. I, I look at like yeah, I'm so I talk about drugs like so openly, like I like it's not illegal because I don't think it should be. I'm the dude. I don't think weed should be. I have the exact same. Like all the opinion. countries where it's legal are very like fine with it. You know, there's no the, crime yeah, related yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, you can go pretty deep into. He's never the been statistics. to Amsterdam. You just go back from Europe. You've probably been to Amsterdam. Yeah, I've been. How good's Amsterdam? Yeah. Amsterdam. I've got a get fucked up in Amsterdam and it will be you'll legally be able to get fucked up yeah well your, we've been to America like I've been to LA a few times have you I've been done, to Amsterdam twice have you done much mushrooms yeah yeah okay, uh, so. like like when I say much like maybe like five six times yeah yeah but like trips yeah. all of them yeah oh, wow. oh like, well, I've done a bunch of microdoses with you like I wouldn't even consider that doing mushrooms but like actual trips yeah I've done a few how much are you taking a microdose it's like 0.2, 0.2. Oh yeah, so fuck all. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not supposed to feel it. Like you like, can yeah. do zero point like ten, like zero point one zero. Yeah, through to about zero point two five, zero point three zero, and yeah, I, I just stick around that zero point two mark. The yeah, ones that okay. I get are mixed with um a lion's mane as well, which obviously yeah. isn't a trippy thingy, but it's kind of nice to have it, man, because you feel a bit up from the lion's mane and a bit of mental clarity, but then you also feel just really happy and laid back, but mo- like motivated and stuff. And in America, they've legalized it. They're describing it to people now over antidepressants because yeah, yeah. one, they work instantly. Antidepressants can take four to six weeks. Two, there's less side effects. Three, it's not addictive, so you don't get withdrawals when you stop. Antidepressants are some of the hardest, it's just as hard as like heroin to yeah. come off. I've, I've come off them before and it is fucked. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good things about shrooms, man. I think like there's a big documentary about how they think monkeys or gorillas or whatever, like apes evolved. Yeah, from, their yeah, brains yeah. evolved from psilocybin, yeah. the active yeah. ingredient in yeah. mushrooms. So it's... I like yeah. to I like to like um like journal shit like all like you know write things down when you I'm like German yeah German I haven't actually been to Germany really I'm, yeah. really, I'm gonna go there this year it's uh yeah you're about to go to Europe eh? yeah it's a uh, very weird place I've done the typical tourist spots like Amsterdam Paris yeah Barcelona okay. fucking yeah. Greek islands yeah so we just did Paris and Barcelona fucking love Paris man. Uh, it was my first time in Paris, but uh, and it was actually my first time in Barcelona. But don't know if I got the right side. You know, you can't really judge a place until you get a good experience in it. I, I guess. I agree. Where I uh, yeah, I sort of didn't really get the best experience in Barcelona. I'm not being rude. I'm just gonna take a little quick. Yeah, the light's pretty good for that shit, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think you'll uh, I think you'll enjoy Amsterdam. Yeah, I'm so fucking keen for it. For what? Amsterdam. Are you going to Europe as well? Yeah, I'll go a few weeks after. Yeah. Yeah, but it might be my first time. So, yeah, I've never been. Have you got... So, have you got a crew... Like, you're doing the... You're with Subify. So, you're doing the... um, Jackson's Jackson's, Jackson's Playground. Jackson's Playground, yeah. So, this trip... Have you got a filmer that goes with you? (coughs) And then you'll be... Oh, so you're the filmer. He just does... He literally does everything. When I told you I work for him, I practically work for him. I'm a subcontractor That's fucking sick though, man. Like, I actually can see the value. My tool set is very large. Yes. yes. (laughs) Just a tool set, just not enough hour. Yeah, Yeah. just a guy that does all of your shit. Lots of tool and not enough time. (laughs) Because that's that's a crazy business degree in that, dude. Yeah, man. I know nothing. My whole career and everything is off YouTube. I know nothing. We get a flat tire on the side of the road me being a 28-year-old useless fucking man. I'm on YouTube. How to change a tire. He's at 5 a.m. YouTube. How to change a tire. I didn't know how to change a fucking tire. I can figure, yeah. That's how I learned how to edit, Photoshop, do business, do Facebook. Like, literally do anything I've ever wanted to know ever is off YouTube. Yeah, it's sick. Well, I remember when we met uh, at Isaac Butterfield's. Yeah. Um, that was one of the first 
kind of impressions that I got was that you were just super switched on with business. I remember we were talking about some fucking one of your stand-ups? random shit. Yeah, we yeah. went to uh, Gold Coast. It would have been before COVID. Yeah, before. I, was before I don't think COVID, I've been to one. Though. I haven't been to one of his shows. I went on his podcast. He's um, you next, were, you next were somewhere. Sunday. Yeah. Are you here next Sunday? No. no, I leave Monday. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, he's he's yeah. playing. I was there with like from the same place as him. We're both from Newcastle. Oh, well, I, I'm so from about, I'm from about an hour outside of Newcastle. What? So what's called uh, Nelson Bay? Oh yeah, little, Luke, be, little beach place. Yeah, Luke George lives there. Yeah, I know who that is. You know who he is? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know his brother Ben George. I went to yeah, the, yeah, school yeah, and shit yeah. with all them guys, and that's sick. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that that whole family super well. It's a good spot, man. It's it's it's, it's like a, a perfect mix of like a random old country town mixed mm. with like heaps of beaches. It's like real country bogany sort of joint you're just like one way in one way out you're in the closest city is like Newcastle an hour away it's kind of almost got a bit of a Byron type of feel to it a bit to man it, a, a bit sense. yeah like I don't think I wore shoes once my whole childhood we'd just fucking run down the beaches just get on a bus or for a dollar and go to the other beaches five minutes away and play footy and grow up just running through fences and doing dumb shit and good childhood down there bro but it's like you get to an age and you're like fuck if I want more out of life I can't be yeah. here you know, it's like I'm either gonna work in an office or a trade or something and nothing wrong with those or we need that in the world I've like, heaps of my friends are tradies and that's what I did for a little while too but you know I, was, I didn't want to do that I wanted to do different things I was like I can't living here too far away from everything so I was like what do you think that that is though because I had a lot of that growing up in Cairns but I never <clears> really <throat> thought about it that much as it wasn't like something I actively thought about <laughs> Oh, he stared me weird. <laughs> you grew up in Cairns? Yeah. Fucking but it was that same thing where it was so fucking far away. And it's a dope spot. But I just always had this thing of when I... As soon as I could move, I would move. Yeah. I don't know why that is. And it's obviously a similar thing. I don't thing. know, bro. I think like... <clears throat> I can't remember the exact moment, but I just remember being maybe 16, 17 and watching things like Jackass and stuff. Even yeah. a little bit younger maybe. And I'm like... I, me and my cousin growing up would jump off the biggest fucking cliffs into Saltbush and just miss the concrete next to it. We'd go down hills and shopping carts on office chairs and we'd fuck shit up. Like, just crazy shit. Pull pranks, like, fuck with people. And I was like, if this jackass shit can be in cinemas, not yeah. even just on MTV, like, it's being put in a cinema. These guys putting hooks through their faces, eating shit. I'm like, this is grown men. Like, if this is getting on television and on movies and these guys are even making we a can dollar. Do this. Yeah. I'm like, if they're making a dollar from this, I'm fucking about it I want to do what Jackass does and then I grew up idolizing Jackass Bam Margera the whole Viva La Bam show yeah, did yeah. you watch that? yeah the yeah. best show ever dude yeah. fucking amazing show and I grew up idolizing it man. I got a lot of my ideas not like my video ideas but a lot of like inspiration from yeah, watching yeah. it going this is fucking sick he just moved his family close his friends in the house they just do fucking mad shit obviously he fucking was like the original Logan Paul yeah. in that yeah. sense. oh yeah bro he's, he's dude he's the fucking OG he was, what, can you think of, what can you think of before that CKY like yeah. that, that he never watched deal. any of it until I showed him a bit of it yeah I don't really? really? well he's a bit he's younger going, you know what I mean yeah, I feel yeah. even me being 28 like I only just kind of caught the wave it was yeah. even anyone a bit younger than me would have missed it yeah that's true eh? it's like when I'd watched it I it was already a little bit like come out like early 2000 I think was, it, like it, was it on MTV or something where'd you just watch this MTV's where it came out and there was like box set DVDs and shit mm. yeah right. dude the fucking scene that I just is burned into my brain is that Butterbean fucking boxing oh, scene oh in Jackass yeah. dude, that was in the original yeah, one yeah it was right? the first movie one they find it in a shopping center or something yeah, yeah. 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 In a shop. yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like I, I, that was I can't remember how young I was I wasn't old and I remember thinking 
That is so fucking real. Dude, like, crazy. I remember seeing how fucked Knoxville was when that gun <laughs> knocked him out. I was like, that is a crazy the, real Do you remember concussion. the shotgun, the, the riot shotgun that Johnny Knoxville copped? The, the, the <laughs> oh, beanbag the, bullet thing? The things? beanbag into the oh. dick? And that was his chair. He's in his stomach. Oh, oh yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that was like the first time. Because what did we have before that? WWE. Yeah, but, yeah. but like like you said, like an original like sort of Logan Paul kind of vibe yeah, thing, doing yeah. big, extravagant shit. Like before that, other than WWE, there's nothing. I that, can't think yeah, of yeah. anything before that because And like, that was fake. And we're still we pretty early in fake. history, you know what I mean? Like we're still pretty early in time when you think about it. Like fucking the internet and all this shit wasn't even really a thing not that long ago. Fucking oath, like dude. iPhones yeah. have been out for what now? Like twelve years maybe? Well, I was saying to fucking the boys when we were in Le Mans, I was like, France is had uh the UK <clears throat> Like France literally owned all of the United Kingdom for longer than America's even been a country. Yeah. Wow. Like when you think about the span of like time and then you talk about the fucking Australia's like a couple hundred internet. years old, right? Yeah, it's only a few hundred years. Uh, yeah, a couple hundred, two hundred something. Yeah. But that it's like insane. you think about the span Crazy. of time that the internet's been around and the way that the internet has completely changed the fucking world. And you think about your influence of Bam Margera, he was on TV and then your kind of like I didn't really grow up with social media I was already an adult living in America when I got Instagram I fucking remember the first post that I did (laughs) but like you're a kid that had like that influence of Bam Margera and a fucking iPhone your entire yeah. life. That's exactly, a crazy right. and it all, mix, it, man. It was yeah. just, everything was perfect. It was just meant to be. Yeah. It's like, you could say I got lucky but it's like it required work and it required doing the right things, you know, like everything was just aligned for me and it was just up to me to fucking take it. It's like, cool, the internet's a thing and iPhone's a thing. Social media is now becoming a thing. There's like, there's a blueprint, Jackass, be like yeah, Viva yeah. La Bam, fucking yeah. WWE, like be a bit extra, be a bit out there. And you know, you develop these characteristics from people you watch up growing up and all these things like bodybuilders would grow up idolizing Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, yeah, and yeah. then they want to look like him. So they do the same shit, act a bit like him even, you know? And that's like, I grew up watching WWE, Viva La Bam, all these things. And as I got older, I'm like, I watched a group of Australian dudes from Melbourne, the Janoskians, and I always say this in a lot of things. I'm like, they were like kind of the first dudes in Australia, probably the first dudes in Australia. I I'd agree. Who started a YouTube group. There was four of them, I think. How many? Three or four? Four. Well, there was like five, then one dropped out, some shit. Whatever, yeah. There was three, four of them, five of them, and um, they were just doing funny little pranks in public, like knocking three-step runs, putting pegs on people, and just weird shit. And, me and my boys would do that all the time. Like just fuck. We yeah. used to hang a ham in the middle of the public streets and just box the hell out of it and <laughs> just do dumb shit, chase each other around town. Chase, <laughs> chase each other around town as like superheroes and tackling each other with stolen purse. Just crazy shit. And I was like, fuck, these dudes from Melbourne. Well, they were killing. They were touring America, touring the world, making music huge. videos. Collaborating with celebra- celebrities. One of them was dating Ariana Grande. Do you know who they are? Nah. <clears throat> They're from really? Melbourne. So well, what is it? What well, they like? haven't done videos in over five years, maybe six what years. What do they do now? They're literally like they're all split up. Just they're all split up. They're all shit. just doing normal jobs one again. Paints. I think. But yeah, yeah think one of the dudes is dating Ariana Grande, which they is were all nice guys. Crazy. I met them all. And they're all nice guys. I've got nothing bad to say. Oh, about dude, them. don't close out of this. We need to watch this before. Now nah, let's watch these other guys while we're on the topic, and then watch that real quick because this shit's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, I watched this the other you day. You watched this video? Yeah, yeah. Because we just got one. So yeah, go to that. What was the other guy's name? Pause that. Janoskians. Yeah, open up that. <laughs> yeah, we got we got those headsets the other day. It's they're insane. Like table tennis on it is like pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> really? We play yeah. each other from this far away from each other on it. We're like, <laughs> but like it, it's yeah, it feels not very like good. Very good, dude. Yeah. It would be I mean, so very, very fucking easy. I re- I legitimately if they wanna... put cock rings on, they're going to dude, right? And there was like a fucking sensor <laughs> that you got. <can't... laughs> what I'm waiting for is like when you can have like your office desk of like just fucking 360 everything and yeah, everything's so accessible. That's like they haven't got that yet, but it's close. 
Yeah, dude, it'll happen fucking quick. All right, so let's find one of these boys. Then oh, they, yeah, they stopped making videos a very long time ago. They started making music, and then that went really, really well for them. Like they were I selling think out. Their management were really bad. I think that they got. They, were, they had Jay Jay Z's manager or some shit. No, no, it was someone big. I don't know who it was. Oh, fuck knows, but whoever it was, I was I'm pretty sure that whoever was yeah, after didn't do a good job. Because like, how can you take a rising group of like they, young they Aussie were dudes? It was like some fucking prank One Direction shit. You know what really? I mean? Like, when like, the massive, fans, they were selling out shopping centers and stuff. People screaming, getting out of the cars, and there was just kids crying. There's a video on the UK where there's like thousands of kids chasing their car. Yeah, well, I, I blame management and the agency for that because they're too young to Who know any they better. Go with? I have no idea, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're too young to know any better. They just went from absolute no ones to mega stars within a matter of the a year. The fact that they fucked that up is insane. It's not. Yeah. Really, I don't think it was them. I just think it was no. Nah, yeah, no, but like them. just like the whole thing. Did I you guess. ever sign to any management? I worked with the management originally early on, and and they were just fucking me around as well, and I don't know, doing weird shit and. Lockie manages me too. Yeah, yeah I just do like, all the brand deals. Because everything. I can fucking trust him with my life. I can trust him being logged into my shit. I can trust him with my funds. He's logged into my banking. He's logged into everything. And yeah. and I trust him with it all. Yes, he hasn't didn't have the experience like communicating with brands and trying to be a manager, but he knows how to talk to people. He understands the game yeah. we're in. He knows me well and what I'm going to do. He's got all access to my stats and everything. He's bought me better brand deals, better opportunities than any company ever did. Yeah, and yeah I mean, I could tell... That he was fucking super sweet. I remember the on. first brand deal we signed was the biggest brand deal we've ever signed. It was like 600 grand. And this is like my first ever fucking dealing with anything businessy really? ever in my entire life. And I'm Googling how to read a contract. Like it was like, it was We had to scary. go see a lawyer and she who, was just figuring who it out. Who was it with? Bang Energy. Oh, yeah. really? That was spending that kind of money. Bro, me and my mate Kristen Hanby, we were the two highest paid guys when they first started because our Instagrams at the time were getting like five to 10 million views a video, four or wow. 500,000 likes a video. My shit was going crazy on Instagram. And since I lost that Instagram from doing dumb shit, my new one's been so hard to grow. It's at like two mil or whatever, but it's so just it's not the same. These the days. engagement's just yeah. shit, bro. Like that old account used to get 800,000 to a million story views a day on whatever I'd post, good or bad. Sometimes if I was on holidays, I'd get over a million story views. Um, this new account's like 150,000 story views on a good day. What was that other yeah. video? You had a video get seven, what's the one with um, Raka? I had like yeah, seven or eight million views in 24 hours on Instagram. How many? Like, like 800,000 likes. Yeah. Like, it was just going crazy. It was getting shared everywhere then it got removed. So even like my funny shit I was making was getting removed but that was a pretty fucking nuts video. I get shot in the head and stuff. <laughs> you literally like, get shot in the face at the end. Fuck. <laughs> Point blank like this. Blood just goes everywhere. <laughs> fuck. But that's pretty sick that bang spending that kind of cash Man, on the at the start they, they were, backed off heaps now though yeah they were throwing money at the start but they now we just got in at the right time and signed it and when I lost my Instagram obviously I lost the type of contract because oh, they weren't going to spend was, that kind of money yeah, on, yeah. on my other account which was getting shit engagement compared to that so fuck that would have been a shit day losing that fuck. yeah I mean it we was, still made good money out of it we still used it was it a very a crazy like week that was I just, us just trying to get it back fucking trying to pay any Instagram person like it was nuts Wow. Do you have contacts on Instagram now? They, they don't like me. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Fuck, it's because such the guy, a... the guy that deleted my account, like I had a bit of a thing with him. It's been years now. I just don't care. I've let it all go. It's whatever. Yeah, I hope, yeah. he's, I hope he's happy. I hope he's well. It's just whatever. It's you got to move on from it. You can't hold grudges forever. I'm pretty sure they're holding grudges on me forever, but that's cool. I'm not going to live with that. On yeah. My conscious. Like the only thing that bugged me was the guy that deleted my Instagram. He follows lots of OnlyFans people and, and likes OnlyFans yeah, people's posts. Yeah, so he's when a they, fucking consumer. When, when they promote it, he likes it and stuff and he works for Instagram, but then if someone like myself does it, it's like, you'll yeah. delete me. But like I said, bro, I take full responsibility. I was posting crazier shit than a lot of these people. Yeah. I was promoting the OnlyFans. I probably deserve to lose that account. This account, I've been very good. I haven't had any violations. I've had a few of my, my funny shit get removed for like, I don't know, half yeah. and stuff, but nothing sexual, nothing nudity. 
And that's why I started the Jackson's Playground stuff to have a place to put that stuff. Yeah, it's not it's yeah. not porn. It's just tasteful nudity in you know content, funny shit, bit of photos and whatnot. And yeah, have yeah. Well, seen? I think it, it makes oh. sense to um to do your own platform. Like we're sort of yeah. working on on our own stuff as well at the moment. And uh, dude, like, why the fuck should a creator? spend years and years and years and thousands and thousands of dollars oh, dude, on making on fu- yeah like making this content on this platform that you have no fucking well, say they weren't paying me anything no- i couldn't make money off my videos obviously the branded deals i could but that was outside so of it. like raka raka for example like they spend fucking crazy money on their videos yeah, and, get and everything restricted and youtube like they like they get paid 100k for a halo dip brand deal and they'll spend 130k making the video yeah, yeah. and then just to make it sick yeah and then like literally youtube will just demonetize all their shit but at one of the youtube days where they like show the new features and shit they were showing oh all racker racker's videos saying look at our creators and shit yeah but we'll just yeah. kill them on the web, on the platform yeah Fucked. yeah it's it's i think that the free content thing is just done like yeah. i don't think that free content i can everyone's see Instagram's that going to shit yeah like, everyone like instagram's not gonna be a thing tiktok's like blowing up TikTok's, like crazy. tiktok's the wave right now yeah. tiktok and youtube are for sure currently yeah the two that are standing out, like Facebook's getting really di- like dying pretty badly. Ad- advertisement companies are liking Facebook still, but people as like content creators and stuff, it's not that big anymore on there. Instagram, it's like they've just made it so everyone's following can't see their stuff now. It's like every even mm. other people These I know who platforms don't do are literally fans. killing the creators. Like they're literally sending them to their own yeah. fucking websites. Uh, like they're doing it to themselves. Yeah, it's I don't like they, it's like they want. It's like that's what they want long term is to just get everyone off there so they can shut it down. Yeah, it's like, it's literally, literally feels like that. that. <laughs> yeah, it's the craziest fucking business. <laughs> why would you model? do it? It's like freaking, they're literally everyone is just going to their own platform. That's why OnlyFans had OnlyFans has a massive success. Yeah. They, they paid what, out a billion dollars to their creators in 2020. Yeah, is that OnlyFans? Like the first year. Wow. That means that they would have made 200 million because they had 20 percent of everyone's money and that's like a first year where it's like that's a one big year it was around for a couple of years before but it was never yeah only fans, yeah only fans it was isn't it crazy how fucking global pandemic can just change Everything. a company yeah. completely you know like you think about even you started doing only fans in fucking covid and we blew up in covid just because more people I, are watching shit on the internet man. honestly yeah, too i couldn't fuck around like i was yeah. bored i had nothing else to do like i just went so fucking hard well i was stranded in america too i was like i didn't want to come yeah. out and do two-week quarantine in the hotel stuff and so i just stayed there for ages but i eventually did quarantine four times really <laughs> yeah i spent eight weeks in hotel quarantine fuck i only did a week in jakarta and oh, then, that's all right. yeah that was it was actually not too bad i either. started getting to the point where after the second one i, I was craving it i was enjoying it yeah, dude. Well, that's all I was gonna say before. We were talking about like ADD and routine and shit. Well, ADD. I was gonna talk about routine. COVID fucking taught me how important routine is. Bro. Oh yeah, dude. Like, as soon as I, because I was the fucking gypsy. Like I, if I was at home, I'm starting to now live like I did before COVID. Like going to Europe and then I'm going to Perth when I get Doing back, and shit. then I go to fucking Bali. So it's like. I'm already getting these warning signs like ding 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 dude fucking slow down like yeah. you need routine I got back from Europe and I'm fucking bloated I was like cunt when are you ever bloated I feel yeah. the same what the way fuck? what you have not been looking after yourself I feel like Crave going away and then sometimes I feel like I should get home get into a routine again then, but I've found with me it's like being here being in a routine where there's so much responsibility and shit to think about for myself like having a couple of people working for me or a couple of houses to manage and 
doing heaps of shit it's like there's just so much going on to the point where it just drains me and I'm like I don't want to do anything that I enjoy after all that yeah so I'm like when I travel I feel like I'm in my element I feel like I'm meeting new people so my energy's through the roof I'm yeah, trying to novelty. make people laugh yeah you know, I'm seeing new places, networking, making content with new creators, more opportunities, seeing more of the world, partying. I feel like I'm my most productive when I'm away. Yeah. Like it's weird. And I come home here, when I get into too much of a set routine, I feel real shit. Yeah. But I can keep on top of things like the gym, healthy eating and all those things here are a lot easier, but it's just fucking- Yeah, it's that hard, up. it's that hard balance. balance. Yeah, exactly right. But COVID just grounded everybody. Oh, yeah. And I think it was- we kind of everyone got to see the potential they could have when they, when they fucked him when they did get in routine this is the first time i ever even thought routine was a positive thing i always thought yeah. i was gonna be this gypsy dude that traveled around and routine was the opposite of creativity but you can be fucking super creative when you're <clears throat> really uh regimented in what you do and you've yeah. it kind of feels like you've got more space to think but then like well, you've got you clarity said, you've got and you got the structure as well it's like it definitely helps people like it's helped me heaps of times but I feel like it's it gets to the point where it's like it's not making me happy yeah it's like it's working it's productive and it, everything's going good but it's like I'm not happy with it you know it's like I need to include more of the other shit but the other shit I love doing is just like bouncing around the globe and just doing fun shit and yeah. sticking my dick in everything, everything. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what country is he going to hit on the Europe trip I'm going to Dubai first for a few weeks to link with a buddy from the UK. Yeah, you've been there before? Yeah, once. So I only did a short trip. It was a, it was a week, but like I was busy the whole time. Like we mm. were there, we got flown out there from some company to go and promote being at the Formula One thing and all oh, this. It was a fucking cool trip, man. And yeah, I did that. And then I stayed for a week, did some fun shit and came back and, and it was good. But I'm, I'm keen to get out there and spend a few weeks there this time and, and enjoy it more and see what else there is out there and whatnot. But after there, I'll probably head straight to Europe do a few weeks out there and just bounce around I go to Croatia do ultra fucking just do yeah. some fun shit bounce around film some cool content I've got a few mates that live in Bosnia Yeah, I'll fly to Bosnia then we'll drive from there to split Croatia it's like five hours get past cool scenery these frozen lakes and shit Yeah, just fun stuff I was exploring and just fucking maybe I'll eat a few shrooms or something you know and just film through Europe for a few weeks, take him to Amsterdam and see places he hasn't seen. And oh, can you please send me videos of him just insanely uh, fucked up? I'm gonna no. post it on my story. hundred percent. I'm gonna go nuts. I'm gonna be fucked up. Just dude, we're gonna man. make a YouTube video. And be like, we're eating cake in Amsterdam or something. And I'm just gonna not be safe. smoking the fattest bongs in my bar. Like, I'm gonna eat these cakes. We'll be back in an hour. Come back and just. Yeah. That, it'll be uh, it'll be sick the fact that you actually can post all that shit on Jackson's yeah. Playground well like, I'll put a bit of it on YouTube and if it gets age restricted I'll put up a better uncut version of it on the site too Yeah, well, I haven't yeah. been using it much the last few months just like everything else there's been too much happening for me to focus on it so I've backed off it a bit there's still content on there and stuff like that but like I'll, I'll definitely be pushing it harder once I get overseas again and, and I've got more stuff to be doing um, but I mean, I've still got two OnlyFans pages there as well. Like me, me and Maddie have a free page and a like paying subscriber page, and they're both still doing good. So it's like, it's hard to like figure out where to put all your time. If you've got some yeah. things, it's like you can only dedicate like ten percent of time to ten things, you know. So it's like I'm running help. Lockie's helping with all it, obviously. They're doing like two OnlyFans pages: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Any brand deals? Sorting out the house, keeping it in order. Fucking posting to the website making content for all these different things yeah it's just so much to think about and so much to do so it's like it just gets overwhelming and it's like you can only do so much so I got a bit slack on the website with the Jackson's Playground but I'm definitely going to get it ramped up once we get overseas how many people have you got working for you it's just Lockie at the moment. I, my mate Alex. Yeah, you need more people. My mate, my mate Alex does. <laughs> what you're describing is you need more people. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, sometimes I can't. I don't turn up. But so it's like it's weird. Like, but like, I don't know. It works. We, we feel like we've managed it pretty well for like the last 
yeah. two years. Easily. I don't know how. It I, sounds I like, like I've spent like a year away from him when I was in America, and we and I paid him that whole year. We, he did heaps of shit to make it worth it. He made me more money. We, like when we say it, it sounds like a lot, but it's just kind of like a normal day now. Like I just know mm. how to do Manage every single. Yeah, I don't know. It's routine. It, yeah, it sounds yeah. hard, but like it's just kind of we just do it. It's just done. I don't know. Well, that's it. Well, I've like, got a mate, Alex, who works part time with me. He'll come do a couple of days a week, and so then I'll just pay him when I need him and. You know, I'll get other people. I can pay them to come help out with videos, or like I, my dad's moved up here. I've moved him to my other house, and he'll come down and, and you know I'll pay him to fucking help me build something at the house, or help me yeah. like clean something after a party. There's damages to the walls. He's a tradie. He can fucking all these things. Not that there was damage, but just little things like that. So there's a lot of people I'm paying to help with things. It's just I yeah, I, yeah. I find it's hard for me to commit to more than one person as a full time proper like yeah. work with me kind of thing like. Because then if I've got too many people working that are relying on me, then I'm like, fuck, now I'm overwhelmed from yeah, this responsibility yeah. and I don't like it. So it's like, I'd just rather pay a few people who can actually make the time and, and it works for them, pay them good money, make it worth it for them. They help me, I help them. And What what do you like doing the most? You've got all those things going on. What do you find that you enjoy? I enjoy it's making... It's okay to say porn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in terms, of, <clears throat> in terms of like the easiest work for the most money, definitely that. But it, it's not a rewarding thing anymore, you know. It's like yeah. I don't need lots and lots and lots of money to be like satisfied and happy, you know. I'm there's been days where I've had shitloads of money and I've been more miserable than when I was broke. Yeah, it's like it's it's taught me a lot of things, making good money and stuff. But I like making vlogs and YouTube content, like lifestyle stuff. But the problem is a lot of the lifestyle stuff. It's it's just like people are looking for viral shit. When they've subscribed yeah. to me over the years, it's for pranks or dare challenges or just fucking bizarre out there crazy shit. And it's like me making like vloggy things around my life now and other things like maturing and growing up, evolving and that. It's not going as good. It's not like going to yeah. get the kind of viewership and these things. But it's the same as everything. It's the same as starting. If I do it for long enough, eventually yeah. eventually an audience will develop there for that, you know? So. And I think now too with the, especially the subscriber model and stuff, you, you sort of, it's not like you need that many people. Well, I'm not starting from scratch either, you know? Like I've yeah. got the audience there. The views and engagement might be down because of how inconsistent I've been at times. But the moment I show a bit of consistency for longer than a couple of months, I know the views yeah. will go up. It's just that, like you said, dude, it's like the uncertainty of knowing what the fuck it actually is I want. Yeah. And and that's stemmed from doing shroom trips as well. Like it's good and bad because I'm like, if I don't want to be this person on the internet or if I don't, don't want to be this kind of thing anymore, it's like, the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. Then I'm like, fuck. I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so it's like, I've also not been that sure of exactly what it is I've wanted to do. Yeah. But I'm getting a good like plan now. We've been doing a bit of boxing and stuff and I'm getting offered boxing matches with the whole social media cards and yeah. some stuff like that, making YouTube lifey content just based around my life, traveling on through Europe with the boys, just doing fun shit and yeah. find a way to make money out of that. Don't rely on that thing as my income and then I'll be sweet because yeah. if I rely on something that's not going to go as big, it's not going to make that much money. So I need to make sure I'm earning money from other things to fund doing the things that I do enjoy. I yeah. just need to commit to it. <laughs> How, who do you look up to in that in that sense? I mean, I think Logan's probably the coolest kind of example of a guy. I mean, Jake as well, but I feel like I feel like Jake still has to well, play. He's, a, he's a like character. a villain, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's the bad guy, and that's what he likes. That's what he does. Yeah, I'm, but I've you always have to play that character, whereas Logan just gets to be Logan. I think that's probably. See, I like Jake more off camera and off. All yeah, the, I, yeah, I think Jake's. I met them both and I don't have a bad word to say they're both fucking really nice guys polite talkative they take you in and they once you meet them and I've hung out with them partied with them been on one of the podcasts Jake flew me and Kristen out to his like little fake wedding thing they did and one of his fights in Miami and all that stuff you know they're all great guys I've just found Jake's more talkative and open to people yeah, and stuff like Jake's that yeah Jake's definitely easier to talk to yeah, yeah. And if, he if he doesn't know who you are like, I would love some and Logan's more like 
you've got to be his best friend of like you got to be him to give you time of the day or sort of thing he's not rude but it's like he won't like take friends in kind of thing whereas Jake's like open to heaps of people and it's just what they're like but like you said isn't like who would I look to as like a thing I don't know like who who would who would be a good example Uh, maybe fucking Bam I guess Bam Margera like what he did you you really like that yeah doing shit like that you know what would I look at and be like that's the stuff I'd like I definitely would like to do that you know like in Viva La Bam do you remember when they did the Europe thing nah nah I didn't watch it that much like I definitely knew a lot about it I watched more Jackass than Mm. than Viva La Bam Um, but yeah so I didn't see that but yeah well they they went to Europe and did like a big Europe tour and stuff like that and they did like scavenger hunts through there and crazy content shit like that I would say like yeah to that but a lot of it would get age restricted on YouTube now yeah if I could look at people like on YouTube, like people like Steve will do it. He's doing really well, dude. Yeah, that's, I a love good, Steve. that's a good. That's a good. And I'm and I'm buddies with Steve. Like I know, oh, I, I know him pretty well. Like we follow each other on Instagram, talk and stuff. Like he's a fuck cool dude. I've hung out with him. He's got a very good sense of humor. Mm. He seems like a very nice, yeah, guy. very got, nice guy. He's good. He's really and, nice. You know, his content's pretty cool. He's giving back to people. He's living his fucking cool, flashy life and what he wants. And he's fucking getting, hanging out with Dana White and UFC <laughs> fighters doing cool shit. I think just making. It like my own reality show where it can it can be fucking a million mile an hour fast paced wild shit or it can be like a serious talk about some mental health things or it could be a serious yeah. talk about like a life experience that I want to share with people or could be giving back to someone. I just want to have a good variety of just doing whatever the fuck I feel like doing yeah. and making it work. I the feel problem, like Steve does like I reckon Steve's one of the most authentic creators for right sure, now. For sure, for sure. Like I, I, I feel like that is him. Like he's he's like going past Nelk as well, like the Nelk boys. Yeah, he's, yeah. He'll flip Nelk in he'll, two he'll, years. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon sooner. He's not far off it. Like yeah. his subscriber count, his viewership's already technically percentage-wise way better. Yeah, he's he's gonna outgrow them. Like, and I don't think he's signed to them anymore. But yeah, do you think that Australia enjoys that kind of uh, personality though? No, because yeah, I mean, in America to have fucking dope watches and dope cars, it's not really a thing here. No one fucking mm. cares. If you have and stuff that's nice here, you technically everyone looks at you as a loser it's weird <laughs> yeah. man. like it's it's yeah. a weird fucking culture syndrome i think i don't know it's but so like i just don't know that like we just don't even really have fandom in well, that i've in noticed that sense, my you know? biggest haters are people where i'm from and my biggest supporters are people that are from the other side of the world yeah yeah you know like people where you're from and where you are are usually the last people that will celebrate with you because it's like you come from where they're from mm. they could they have done, they could have it. done it and you did and it's like some people look to that and go fuck I'm inspired from that that's really cool I want to learn yeah. I want to congratulate him I want to take notes from that what can I do to, to have some success and stuff but I think a lot of people look at it and they're like oh fuck that guy He's, he got lucky or he did this or he did that he doesn't deserve it and they just dish hate make fake Instagram accounts and send you bullshit and it's just like whatever yeah I mean it, Australia definitely just does not have the same everywhere vibe. else I've lived has been like the opposite everywhere yeah. everyone is just so friendly and supportive yeah Australia likes to like doesn't really get around like behind people no that not often. really yeah look at New Zealand like my mate Johnny Danger he passed away a few years yeah, ago yeah yeah I was pretty good friends with Johnny and you know you look go to New Zealand everyone was on, was supporting him loving yeah. him you know there's not like that many like, it's people like Fisher and stuff get pretty like loved from here and stuff like that but, yeah. but like then you see people like Tones and I who just gets fucking roasted. like roasted for no reason like she's just but even like NRL players on yeah. a small yeah, scale dude. Like, yeah. get so much roast yeah. they just get hate like it's like yeah, why is everyone hating on other people that are doing well it's like you could do it too it's like not everyone's born fucking with handouts like uh, most people nowadays that are like successful didn't come from handouts like dude it's almost worse to come from handouts yeah definitely. because you fucking can't like, you just don't have I mean, you don't appreciate it the as same, much either. Yeah, yeah you don't have the same need to work hard like I didn't come from a crazy fucking upbringing but it's like I wasn't if 
I wasn't happy where I lived, my where I grew up. You know, I would have liked to have been in a better yeah. place and have more shit and have bikes. And they, it gave me like a sense of drive. Hundred so percent. Like, I don't regret where I'm from. If I grew up in like a big city, surrounded by like rich shit and rich friends and nice things, it would have just been like, cool. I'm gonna fucking grow up, I'll go just to stay uni, here. Yeah. and I'm just gonna stay here and get a job sitting on a computer all day. You know what I mean? And but then I was like, cool. I'm in a small town. There's nothing going on here for me. I want bigger and I want better. And I'm going to get out of here and find it. And that's what I did. I got out of there and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just do what I want to do. There's, there's no plan B. It's like plan A yeah, right through. Yeah. It's like, that's all I want. And that's what I did. So, it's- Well, I think that you, I definitely think that, yeah, it's probably going to be like a weird time for you just trying to figure out what exactly like the right vessel is. But I mean, it's kind of what Logan did with the, the podcast. And, podcast and that. Yeah. And it's like, then his vlogs got a bit more mature. You just kind of like, you just got to see more of him. Yeah. And I just think you probably just got to lean and it's on never, the, it's never too late, man. You know, I don't no. care. Like it's like, well, you're a good dude. So I think that that yeah. it makes it easy when you're a good dude. Like it, you don't have to fat. Well, you can't fake being it's just being like consistent. The only and, thing that's needed really. It's like, I've, I'm never going to run. <clears throat> I'm never going to run out of good ideas. Like I've got shitloads of good ideas that I know will go well. I've got good connections everywhere i've got good people around me working for me helping me it's all there it's just up to me to be consistent with the things that i actually do want to do yeah and then it will all fall into place but like you said it's just like a little period it's just like i worked fucking you went super fucking hard for for like a good five six years i did more work than what most would do in 30 years i reckon and people are like oh you're just doing stupid videos i'm like no that's not all i did yes like i was up fucking early i was up late i was editing thinking of ideas filming paying people getting around in fucking putting yourself and out shit, there fucking humiliating daily. myself yeah. in public getting hit by fucking cars and shit riding bikes into trees i was hurting myself embarrassing myself and i did that by choice you know it's like that is working that is grinding i was like i'm out putting my body on the line humiliating myself in public risking getting fines risking getting in trouble having everyone hating on me and shit spending every dollar i made to make videos and stuff, not knowing if that was going to bring any money in. And so I took the risks. I put the work in for a good five or six years and I did more work than I ever would have done in any other job ever. And that's why now it's like, luckily, like, you know, I'm in a position where I've got money there. Financially, I'm sweet. I can sit back a bit and cruise and think about it properly and think, okay, what is next for me? I don't care if I fucking go off the grid a little bit for a year or two, three years even. I'll come back with good ideas. And once I've got that thing, it's like, I'll, I'll do very well again with it. It's just about figuring yeah. that out. Yeah, man. No, I think it's, I, I think it's underrated the amount of work that you would have done. Like I, yeah. I just get it. Um, but, and it also makes sense. I mean, I'm so lucky with, I got Roan's <laughs> at just the perfect time. Like Roan started working here, Len was killing it. And I got to a point where it had been probably three years and I was like, dude, I'm fucking done listening to myself talk. Like, I just yeah. don't think I can do this for that much longer. And, uh, and then yeah, Roan's fucking came along and it just like, it made it a bit easier, but yeah, you, there's only fucking so hard yeah. you can go for so long. And I'm, I'm seeing it now with a bunch of people around me, like my best mate, Sam, he does fist. I don't know if you know Sam, like fist and Dixon and stuff, no. but he's fucking like, crazy good with merch but um anyway like he did the same thing it's like for the last five or six years he just fucking was grinding like worked harder in that period than most people would work in their life and you reap the benefits when you do it but you get to a point where you're just cooked yeah yeah fuck you, yeah i was so burnt out i was burnt out i was like i'm done i'm like fucking i feel retired after that amount of work like it is crazy it's like i would be awake till 2 a.m every night i'd be up at five or six I was trying to train twice a day. I was trying to fucking battle a relationship, friendships, having a normal job, trying to use every spare hour to make videos. And I'd spend my $400 a week paycheck from a pub or laboring my dad, whatever yeah. it be, 
to pay someone to come fucking drive me about and do some videos, pay someone to fucking in public to jump in the video with me or something and buy props and shit. And I took all the risks and I did it all and I, cause I was confident. I was like, fuck, I know it's going to work out. And I'm, I'm usually had that confidence in most things I do. That's why when I did the only fans, like, if I'm yeah, doing this, I'm not going to drop, do it and be like, fuck, I fucking panic and freak out and stop because I'm getting hate. I'm going to fucking do it. I'm okay with this decision and I'm going to make it fucking worth my while. I'm going to go hard to go home. It's like, I just need to find the new things and stuff again and then fucking go hard again. Yeah. Yeah. Just lean into being a fucking good dude. Like yeah. you, you just, yeah, be yourself. You got, you've just, I think the thing that you've got, if you want to look at like doubling down on your, you know, your own strengths is you've just lived a crazy fucking life yeah. and you've just lived through so much shit <laughs> that a lot of other people haven't been through and there's crazy lessons that you learn from that oh, yeah. so i mean if if you can kind of like show that side of of you in your content well, i that's think what i'd like to do man it'll is like connect document man. my current life and from my future where you've been. and show some other stuff throughout that you know like i yeah. had fucking gyno surgery for my steroid because i posted that video and i got great feedback i had stem cell therapy and a minor surgery on my back recently in mexico I've done stuff like I want to show like surgeries, things I've done wrong. Doing help. your own podcast is like going to do like bring all I, this I think out. it'll do good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you haven't. can speak about all I'm things. literally just at the point I'm like, I literally need it to just, I needed something to be like this and then my house is ready. I just walk in, sit down <laughs> yeah. and someone just like sit here and talk. Yeah. And then yeah. I would talk for fucking 24 hours. Like I can talk for days and days and days. Yeah. I've got a lot of things to talk about. I speak quick and I just don't run out. And it's like, but if it's all done and ready to go, I'm like, cool, I'll fucking sit down and I'll do it. Oh, we'll try and fucking help you. <laughs> well, I'm sorted. about to go overseas for a bit, but when I'm back, yeah, true, true. I'll try and figure it out. But yeah, I mean, I just think that there's something that's so valuable in that, in that shit. Like you've just been through fucking crazy, yeah. you know, crazy life shit and you just can't really put a price on that. And if you can, kinda... I, I just, I'm a visual person. It's like, I love podcasts when I'm like driving or on the treadmill or something, whatever it might be, but I'm a visual like I have to I like to look and watch stuff because for yeah. me it's entertaining to my small fucking attention span I like to watch shit too it's like podcasts are great to kill time on like flights plane, flights exactly right it's yeah, like yeah. I wouldn't be at home in the middle of the day and sit down and go boom podcast on the TV for an hour or two hours yeah. ever in a million years never because but if it was like a movie or like a sick fucking one hour vlog I'd watch that shit yeah, so yeah. I'm watching as well and it's like for me I want to find a way to put all the shit I've been doing and stuff into like a few videos to wrap it all up show where I'm at now, fucking wrap that shit up and then just show my future from here on out and put a lot on my main channel and just try to ignore how it goes, you know, and just do it for fun. Do it for something to look back on in five, 10 years. And yeah, you definitely have to. I mean, it's definitely hard as a creator to not look at the view count. Yeah. It's sort of the main Especially when you're seeing the fucking highest of the highs, like without yeah. sounding like an absolute wank. It's like <laughs> me and Shami, me and Kristen, me and Luke, other people, everyone I've worked with, we've done videos that have gotten 100 million views in a week on Facebook. On YouTube, I've got videos with over 100 million views. It's like when you, and it gets to a stage but where do you like, get attached to the feeling? Yeah, you do. That? You do 100% yeah, okay. you do. And it's a dangerous feeling like I, like I was getting at, bro. It's like you get to a stage where you figure out the formula, like you said at the beginning, thumbnails, captions, like what you should do at the very opening bit. Put a girl with a booty in it. That's going to get more views, you know? Yeah. Fucking trip someone over and make him fucking be angry. It's going to go good. And you you put all these formulas and you get to the point where you're like okay I know what's I know what's happening now this is what my audience wants I'm growing so it's rapid fire my views are, 10 million views is a bad video now yeah so you know seeing that shit and then going down and you're like fuck the stuff I actually enjoy doing now about my life and stuff it's getting crap views or no one cares or like, I'm not there's no point doing it. it's not making money and I'm like fuck no this is just 
a poisonous mindset that's came yeah, from yeah. I look at everyone else that I've worked with and stuff over the years and they're all still doing that shit I haven't been doing it because it just doesn't set my fucking soul on fire I, it makes yeah. me feel worse I'd feel worse if I was doing it 24-7 as opposed to not doing it yeah. I'd, ha- I'd be much happier to sit around and be like fuck what am I doing what am I doing what am I doing instead of some people love the fact of just keeping active, keep busy, keep the money coming in, but I just can't do shit I don't really feel like doing. Especially, yeah. you know, I look at other people I used to film with and this is no disrespect. It's like, I know they are similar to me. They they don't like doing it, but they know it's making the money. It's still getting good views and it yeah. works for them. And that's what yeah. they want. I don't want that. I don't just want money and views out of my career or life. I want like good experiences. I want to share my experiences with people. I want to help people. I want to inspire people. Use my fuck ups as like knowledge for other people and just live a cool life. It sort of just seems like there's the same journey that whether you, because like for us it's been a real slow build. Like we well, that's got what a podcast is though. Like a podcast yeah, is a slow grind. Yeah, I suppose, and I think like starting from nothing. Like we didn't really have anything to go viral. It's yeah. just like it's kind of this is kind of like a word of oh, mouth. Oh, dude, a podcast a is hundred percent a word of mouth thing. I was just about to say that it's like you, like a podcast isn't something that's. The, the thing about going like viral and people that are growing quick from the other content is that it's like you're instantly getting that dopamine hit of like <laughs> yeah. fuck this chick just got fucking daxed in public or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're like boom I'm sharing that but it's like it was a podcast you need to listen to at least 10, 15, 20 you build like before. the realest fans on pod like you build yeah, like you build yeah. a family and a community on I'd rather podcast. have 10,000 podcast fans tuning every week as opposed to a million fans on Facebook well that's sort of what I was getting at before is like you almost don't really need like you've got Jackson's playground and once you really start investing into that community it's like you just don't need that many people like we don't get well we get millions of views now but i mean this was my i've just done this full time for five years like i just said from day one i was just gonna i lived at my parents house and i just had no fucking bills i pretty much would get like two grand for the month and then build this studio and then get another two grand the next like literally just live on fucking two grand for while this was being made and i was still full time yeah but it's like I guess I've never really got super attached to the views. Like we just started getting millions of views on TikTok on a video, and I yeah. it just, just I, I'm just like it. dead to it. Like I've just yeah. got zero. Yeah, I right. I just give a fuck about the money. Like if yeah. we're <laughs> as long as, but that's just to me, it's a business. Like 100% I, I, I'm, I don't give a fuck about like the view side of thing. If it brings in money, cool. But if not, then I don't care. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. and I say that to fuck people all the time. Like, does Instagram pay you? Okay, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. I don't want to... Yeah. This isn't a problem. The, the, <laughs> this, this doesn't... You're not getting less or more money. You That's exactly what happened this. with me. It's like, I didn't want to do things unless it was going to bring in money. And Fucking I was like... Earth. And I got to the stage where I was like, but like, it's good to be like that. But it's also like, you, you can't just... You have to do shit that you... Because if you're doing shit you don't enjoy, it's like, the money just doesn't feel that great. You're like, yeah. it's amazing when you're earning money. It's more rewarding. Like, I'd, be, I'd rather be making thousand bucks a week from doing something i fucking love as opposed to three thousand dollars a week from doing shit i hate because i grew up without money i know what it's like to not have money and it's great to have money money exactly right and it's like yes it can provide for better health care it can help your family stuff there's no like i'm not gonna be ungrateful and say it's shit but i'm I'm trying to say is like it doesn't make you any happier Mm. you can say oh buying a jet ski and a nice car or this will make you happier but no it it's makes just, you happier for a little bit it's fucking you buy the cunt you take it out use it and you're like okay now what's the next you, thing I can you bought your Lambo and you were over that so fast bro I bought a Lambo two three months and I was like I don't fucking want this this is just you the most unproductive like car I took it for like eight drives and I was like I can't go grocery shopping in it I can't <laughs> take any more than one person yeah. in it it's not a car I trusted just leaving parked somewhere because what you know Australia is like some cunt would just key it yeah um even not knowing it's mine there's just people just ruling good shit here and like that being me and um, <laughs> <laughs> my karma coming back and um 
But yeah, I got it. And I was like, this is unproductive. There's no need for the to be seeing a three, four hundred grand car in my garage. I don't need this. What if it gets stolen or if something happens? Like, yeah, yeah. So I got rid of it. And now I just drive a shitty Range Rover. It's shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I drive a shit car. My car is fucking shit. It is like some little banged up Astra. Like an like Astra that's sun faded shit. It's it just did, a meme at this I'll point. Be, I'll be driving. It'll just turn off and it's going to pull over. Wait ten minutes, turns back on. Like I just, but it's kind of fun because I just trash the. And he can also use his excuses. He didn't go to Mother's Day and told her that his car broke down. (laughs) Yeah, my car broke down. He did. Wait, that wasn't a lie. His car car broke down on his way to see his mum. Oh, you gotta go, eh? Yeah, yeah, I do have to go. Sorry, bro. No, I've been enjoying it this time. I can't believe it's been like two hours. That's crazy. Well, we normally do it for three. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We normally just go fucking full in on the three. If there was food here and water, I would stay. But (laughs) We can can order food and water. I'm joking. I definitely got to head off. (laughs) Nah, so I appreciate you doing it. You can come back, do it whenever you want. Maybe after Europe, come back and fucking... I'd love to come back stories. But It was a pleasure to be here. No, I appreciate it. I've I've wanted to do that for a really long time because I always just knew you were a fucking gnarly creator. And you've always spotted trends... And I've, I don't, it's like a, you're a person I don't like follow, but I can't not fucking see You're almost you forced do. to see unless yeah, you block yeah. me. Yeah. Which, and that to me is a compliment. Like, that's a, that's <laughs> no, a compliment, I appreciate you know it, know bro. It's good. I can tell. I like that shit. Question. Yes. When you put your videos together, can people see both of us at all times or do you flick between? No, we flick between. Oh, that's cool because I just wanted people to know I've been licking my lips a lot and I'm not on drugs. It's just. I just have really bad whip, tobacco, wind burn. Tobacco. <laughs> tobacco. Like whiplash. <laughs> bro, I went on Isaac's podcast and started, they're like, how much coke is Jackson on? Has he been just sniffing coke all day? I'm like, this is me, bro. This is just me, like on coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes, and this is me. All right, well, I appreciate it, boys. Thank awesome. you very much. Thanks, uh, thanks for having us. Yeah, enjoy the experience. It was as good as I thought it would be. Yeah. This one? Yeah. It was nice. awesome. I liked doing podcasts. I said a lucky week ago, I was like, sorry to... Like, yeah, no, no, no. What was... Yeah, it was just so out of the blue. You just it's just like, I don't know. Me. I was just like watching TikToks, and I was just seeing these people on podcasts, and I was like... Dude, I it's blowing up for fucking uh, for podcasts. Well, that's what I said to myself. I said, I'm being lazy as fuck not making my own. I was like, what's stopping me from just going and jumping on loads of podcasts? Yeah, I can yeah. just go be a podcast whore. It's yeah, like, yeah. that way I can pretty much do podcasts we'll without having to do one. from this. Exactly. Yeah. Can I have a good. plastic bag, please? They're 10 cents now. I don't like that. <laughs> but like, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Respectful. Respectfully. I, I agree. Um, uh, what I was going to say, no, I just was watching and I was like, I should just get on more podcasts. Like, I've done two or three of them. I'm a Shami's brother, Joshin, did Isaac. Uh, Logan Paul I did Jason from um, LSKD a few people yeah, and I've always enjoyed sitting down talking sometimes I talk too much talk too quick whatever it's just me but people will watch it and be like oh cool it's actually nice to fucking see more than a one minute yeah, of yeah. him just yeah. ruining his friend's day it's like or they'll be like yep I don't like it and it's like cool whatever you just watch me for two three hours and I think it'd be good because it practices me for when I want to do a podcast and it's like if I do heaps of these then maybe I don't even need to do a podcast I can just keep, yeah, 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 keep going yeah. on other people's things and telling my stories Gary V does that yeah, yeah it's like fuck it it's like if I can just go around and tell my stories and cool experiences on heaps of podcasts then everyone else's audiences will see me too it's I think it's just a good way to for also it doesn't matter if they're bigger or smaller or unheard of or they're fucking the biggest podcast in the world it's like you're going to be in front of a few new eyes. You might gain a handful of new fans who actually like you for you and don't give a fuck about the other videos. It's like, I went on Impulsive. Heaps of comments. I haven't heard of this guy. I haven't seen him, but I'm glad I've seen him. He's That's funny. Sick. He's witty. He's fucking, he's actually can be serious. A lot of people that knew me, like, I'm so fucking stoked to see Jackson on here. This is sick. Like, people saying it's a great podcast. I've been on podcasts that were getting a thousand views on YouTube and stuff and no one watched them. And I'm like, cool, I don't care. Like, if it fucking helps people me being there cool and if it helps me being on one fucking cool it's, it's all fun it's all good experience so nah well I appreciate it boys fucking killed it we'll do it again whenever you want Beautiful. open invite and um, fucking enjoy will you be here again 
Yeah, Rhodes will be here. Next time I we like, should make him. I like his haircut. He got a new haircut. Went to Europe and then comes back and goes, you know what? I'm sick as fuck now, so I'm getting this we haircut. We should make him naked next time. I'm fucking down. <laughs> All right, appreciate it, bro. Okay.